Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 208 of Pop Culture Crisis. My name is Brett, and I'm here with my co-host. Would you introduce yourself, please? What's up, crisis actors? It's Mary. I am wearing a hat. <laughs> I am not. Uh, we decided to switch today. I love it. Yeah, we're keeping you on your toes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I kind of love it. Yeah. Makes the headphones a little more comfy. Oh, yeah. It's a new vibe. I was going to say, it's a vibe, as the it's kids a vibe. would say. Yeah. As the kids would say. Uh, and that voice you hear next to me, uh, that is our guest host today. Would you introduce yourself, please? That sonorous tone, that dulcet voice, is <laughs> Lydia Sour Patch Lids from Timcast IRL. And I'm with you guys today, which I love doing. I love talking about the cultural stuff, because as we all know, politics is in fact downstream from culture i've heard that saying before i have too. uh I, is, is it true that you were hired on to do uh cultural research originally so originally i helped tim find yeah yeah i helped him find yeah. cultural topics for his last few videos of the day because it's always challenging fun yeah it's great stuff. It's uh, good stuff so we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today we got to talk about the absolute l the l all around that Oof. is this hilarious adam levine uh, yeah. situation i know that's literally sounds, no like, winners in this situation only losers only adam losers levine. uh and believe it or not uh the number one being us because we're talking about adam yeah. levine in the year 2022 but we're gonna get into that i don't mind we're, we're, spending every day <laughs> that's beautiful cheating on Thank my you. wife yeah, apparently <laughs> i don't know instagram, <laughs> models. instagram yeah. models so we're gonna do that and then we're gonna talk about disney and this particular article in which an investor said to them could you guys please like stop being a bunch of like weirdos uh, involved in politics and race relations and all the stuff that doesn't really matter to a profit-driven company. Uh, I know that sounds very basic and and uh, something of keen understanding to a normal person, but apparently a for Fortune 500 company just doesn't get the logic there. They are weirdos. They, they are. They're they lizards. Are. <laughs> so we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to talk about the fact that uh, apparently nothing is sacred anymore, and you can't even watch The Bachelor to get away from depressing this anymore. Oh, I don't watch yeah. The Bachelor, but apparently people that love The Bachelor are now saying that it is not good, and it's too depressing which I to which I say first time yeah uh, right, really? honestly like uh, but uh, so we got that we got podluck we got a bunch of other stuff but before we get into it uh, normally we would have some type of uh, chat formation here Boo. but instead of that today what I want to do uh, I, I watched a movie last night, and I, I'm going to give you guys a, a recommend on something that I watched that we re I wanted to review, but it's a little bit older, so it doesn't really make sense. Uh, and it's a movie called All the Old Knives, starring Chris Pine. Oh, I saw that. You did? No, no, no. I, I saw yeah. the headline, or yes. the title, and I was like, oh, that looks interesting. So it's it was Chris Pine, Tandaway Newton... Uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Ooh. Jonathan Price, and I loved this movie. It's essentially uh, the the best word for it would be slow burn espionage thriller. Uh, it, it's set into uh, it's set in about three different timelines, but it starts in about 2012. But it feels like a Cold War era spy film. Very little in the way of action, but if you like dialogue heavy spy drama, this is very very good. 
Did it feel like the gray man? No, it felt like... But done better? No, 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 no. That was... The timeline jumps were a thing in Gray Man too. This this one actually, uh, that's one of the things I point out was uh, what it is is that this movie had timeline jumps, but they did uh, they went out of their way to make the actors look very different from timeline to timeline. Oh, okay. so, yeah, whereas in Gray Man it was yeah. so confusing because they look exactly the same in all of them. They do it both with the color palette of the cinematography, which is absolutely top notch in this movie. In fact, there was a if I can find this original picture that uh, when I first watched it, the, this photo right here is like kind of all you need to know about how beautiful the cinematography, thank you, how beautiful the cinematography is is, uh, for this film. And it really rides on Tandaway Newton's character of Celia and Chris Pine's character. It's Tandaway. Tandaway. That's a really interesting name. Yes. It looks like Thandy. Oh, okay. But it's it's absolutely incredible. Uh, It's one of the few roles where I'm not a huge fan as popular as she is. This is one that leans into her dramatic ability more so than a lot of the other stuff that I've seen her in. And Chris Pine is fantastic in this movie. Uh, And one of the things about it is you have them, you have Jonathan Price, and you have Lawrence Fishburne. So they don't get nearly as much screen time as the other two. But the four of them together give the movie a a sense of gravitas that uh, a movie like Gray Man sorely lacked. Mm-hmm. Uh, for us, you couldn't have made this movie, which has almost no action, is extremely plot driven without a sense of. Um, it felt almost a bit like Casino Royale in its cinematography, and like I said, those actors added a certain amount of uh, of gravitas. And I do want to point out that this has a. I'm not going to give away too many spoilers. We we talk. We've been talking a lot about sex scenes in movies and stuff like this. Yeah. And it does have some nudity, but I do want to point out that this movie has a rare example where I actually believe showing it, maybe not the nudity part, but showing the scene rather than uh, cutting to the Implying end of it, it right. actually worked because of the where where it was structured within the story, which is a point in the movie where which leads heavily into more questions. So it doesn't actually make sense to feel like you're coming to a conclusion in that portion. Hmm. Uh, so it actually works. Uh, as far as the ramping up of the tone of the movie or of the, of the pacing of the movie, it really, really works. Uh, and the conclusion, basically there's a twist at the end, as a lot of these movies have, and it lives and dies on the... Uh, the you know how we pointed out that uh, in um, Star Wars, they, they were doing a lot of obscene close-ups of, uh, of Obi-Wan Kenobi? Well, they also did the extreme close-ups in Rings of Power, too. Yes. It's like a trend. In point. this movie, basically what's happening is they're trying to figure out, they're trying to unravel the mystery of what happened on uh, during a terrorist attack in 2012, Flight 127. The fact that they showed any type of Islamic extremism was actually surprising, surprising to me. Yeah. But the, the point is, is that they, they believe that the person was working with somebody within the U.S. government. Classic type of story to tell. And what it is is the the whole movie flies between these two timeline, these two other timelines, which is uh, just after the attack happened, just before the attack happened, present day, and it kind of structures throughout. So you figure out how they got here, and all of the scenes that are present day take place in this dine, or I'm sorry, in this restaurant where he's sent to interview her oh, uh, to see if she was involved in it. And as this does. Uh, all of their scenes to be heavily drawn into extreme close-ups of their face, which is where their ability as actors shines. They do very, That's very tough. well here. Yeah. And the and the and the the um, 
the kind of surprise at the end, or, or it's a you know it's a, not a shocking surprise, but it is a bit of a turn. Uh, it lives and dies on Chris Pine's facial expressions in the scene, and he nails it in every sense of the word. If you are more f- action focused, it probably isn't for you. But if you enjoy cerebral entertainment, this is a very 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 good movie. Would you say it's like a psychological thriller? I was about to ask. I, that. I, I don't yeah. think thriller is the right word for it. It's uh, like um, it's it's a psychological drama okay. in a sense. There is some uh, a, a few moments of violence, but it really, it's it's a spy drama, and it's very, very, very good. Uh, at least by my, I paused the movie like maybe twice. I can give you no higher compliment <laughs> that I only paused Pause it uh, very little. Uh, a movie twice. Uh, like I said, it, it is definitely not for everyone. But the the simple things like uh, color coding your timelines, her hair changes from that scene That's to another, neat. almost almost completely devoid of any wokish elements except for. The fact that her her son is in ballet for no reason. Uh, Guys can do ballet. Uh, Maybe he's going to well, be. She a football has a daughter player. and a, a son. son, and the son is in ballet. Uh, no, nah, it, it felt it felt ham-fisted to me. Why yeah. do you think that uh, this received so much less press, seemingly, than Gray Man, even though they were both streaming releases? Uh, this one clearly, uh, you can tell by the fact that th- they work heavily within very few sets here. Like mm, this set yeah. right here is the is the core structure of the movie, right? There are other set pieces uh, that denote a film with a budget uh, akin to the star power of all these actors. Yeah. Uh, if it had one flaw, I would say Lawrence Fishburne was underutilized. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne and Jonathan Price were underutilized, but I can't complain about that too much given how good of a performance Newton and Pine gave in this movie as former spy, as uh, he's a current spy, she's a former spy, and they were also lovers, uh, oh which plays a huge part in it. So just uh, to get the day started today, I thought I would give everyone a recommendation. That's awesome. We'll go, and watch, go, go and watch uh, All the Old Knives. It's on, it's on Amazon Prime right now. Awesome. So. All right. Now that we've talked about something fairly pleasant, we're going to talk about something absolutely bonkers. I want to. I, I want to. I want to first introduce you to this headline, okay. which says more alleged Adam Levine accusers come forward with claims of flirting. Okay. So the uh, two things that have been reaffirmed for me with this article, uh, with this whole topic, which is one, you can never trust a male feminist. Yes. And two. Uh, 21st century women are absolutely allergic to personal responsibility. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Fair. What do you think, Mary? No, yeah, it's true. I think that women have been infantilized in this story. And like, uh, what's really no striking is, yeah. is the wording of it that groups in uh, celebrity flirting with you as the same like gravity as like assault and harassment. Yes, I have I have this I just put pull up the front page from the New York Post and these two articles are put on the same byline which is Tiffany Haddish in Ari Spears sexual abuse lawsuit dropped right next to more alleged Adam Levine yeah. accusers and come you forward cannot, of serve, of You cannot you yeah, cannot say that that doesn't psychologically affect people to see that in close proximity. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX is clipped. Now streaming only on Hulu. To a serious case of like a child abuse. Now, I saw um, 
who who Sarah Foster speak out about this in a TikTok. Barely speak out. Basically, she admonished both people. What she, she said was, yes, men who cheat on their wives, Adam Levine being one of them, are gross, and that's gross behavior that should be called out. But also, the women who know that this man is married and choose to have an affair with him are also in the wrong and should be held accountable. Now, Perhaps we should back up and explain to people what happened here. Who's Sumner sure. Stroh? Okay, so yeah. basically uh, an Instagram and OnlyFans model named Sumner Stroh came forward and said that she had an affair with came Adam. Came forward. Came forward and said that she had an affair with Adam Levine and had the, and I do mean the absolute gall to say that she felt, uh, she felt. She said she felt exploited. exploited. Oh, please. Um, like you have an OnlyFans. Lord. You exploited yourself. Your own, Typical female L. Right? Honestly. Um, so, <laughs> so, so she comes Typical forward. OnlyFans now, L. Let's be real. I, I will also point out that it doesn't make him any better because he's the moron who sent her a message and said that he's having a new child with his. By the way, this dude's dating a Victoria's Secret. Ten out of ten. Married, married to Bahati Victoria's Prince Lu, Secret who's, uh, model, so who's pregnant with their second child, third child, third, third, child. third, third child. child, three kids, and he wants to name that child after the woman <gasps> he's having an affair with. Oof, that poor kid. Can you imagine? It's literally gross. Oh my gosh. I think my Oof. favorite part of this though is like I, I kind of like I push back on the fact that I, I feel like men have been displaced in society a lot in, in current years. I mean, but all I male a, sexuality yeah. has been deemed unacceptable. But if I was a woman and I was like. If you're if you're a literal victorious literal right see that's yeah, the actual that's term right. of that Thank term. Thank you, Brett. Yes, yes. a literal <laughs> Victoria's Secret supermodel, and you're still getting cheated on with Instagram thoughts. What hope is there for anyone? It makes you. This whole story makes you feel like men are trash and women are trash and just everything in society. Sucks. Time for a shower. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It's like the great. whole thing is just icky. It's almost like you should focus on your own life and ignore all these people because they're doing horrible things and modernity looks disgusting. So, so you know this what's is... funny? Adam Levine is like not good at flirting. No, he's really... Okay, he's we'll be so there. awkward. There's he told this Instagram model that her body is absurd. How is it such an hourglass? Oh my God. That's just absurd. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a really popular meme that I saw recently. It says, I'm never dating a skate... I'm never uh, flirting with a skateboarder again. And it's a guy sends her a message that says, your body's sick. Oh my god! <laughs> Not a compliment. But, but Thank you. Is, um, so, so the point here is like, no dude in his tax bracket should ever get an LOL and then push back from anyone. He's clearly very bad. At he literally sends the lady a message that says, "You're like uh, hourglass." Oh my god! And she's like, "Aren't you like married?" LOL. 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 I know you're married. You know you're married. Like what I, are we maybe doing? he likes it when they play hard to get. Uh. <laughs> So, so, uh, so we have a bunch of so here's the first one it says uh, you can read that for yourself up there uh, and it is he's really bad at it here's the problem I guarantee you there's like three folders here there's these which is the, the few women that rejected him and then made it public there's the women that were smart who knew he was married who didn't say anything right and then there's the probably much larger list of women who were like oh my god this is awesome right is and, this really Adam Levine holy cow and then the fourth list of the thirsty women who probably send him messages of course but uh, you, you can't win Mary you can't win if you're this guy in this case, now, I mean, the real problem is that the scandal comes from him flirting with a woman online and not from, from him cheating, cheating on, on his, his wife. Pregnant wife. 
Because that's wife. obviously condemnable and means Three that kids. he deserves the consequences, right? But the problem that's being called out is merely that he had the audacity to flirt with a woman. How dare he? When he is a rich celebrity. Yeah. So, in uh, my favorite part is also like, like we said, there are no winners here. His wife loses more than all of them because she gets embarrassed. The it's the, humiliating. The, the Sumner, Sumner, that's her name. Uh, she wins because I guarantee you, her her OnlyFans is now going to triple in price. Well, now she is seen as a victim, yes. a literal victim. They yeah. said that she was exploited and that she was the victim of an an imbalanced power dynamic. That is the most untenable mm. place Aww. we're going in society. Is the unbalanced? Like, there is no power dynamic where uh, the, uh, when women have all the power, it's good. When men have any power, it's, it's a bad. power dynamic that is bad and needs to be fixed. And women must get and, the power back. And there is a and there is a myth of some mythical 50-50 power dynamic that's only uh, a complete moron would actually believe actually exists in the real world. Never has, never, never will. has, never will. That's not a that's real That's not thing. even what people want. No. So uh, I also want to point out that this is, once again, like we said before, uh, I have this fantastic old article that says, Adam Levine, feminist, Aww. men should be pillars of support to women. Right. Are you uh, telling me that a male feminist is like a trapdoor spider and that, that yes yeah. uh, <laughs> have you seen that have you seen that cartoon yes. uh, oh my gosh it's so perfect he is so uh believe it or not you know we need the calendar behind this x amount of days since a, a male reset feminist reset the clock reset the clock yeah so it says the uh, the tatted up and smoldering oh. frontman uh, yeah. so uh, uh, uh smoldering Jewish frontman of Maroon 5 opened up in an interview with Variety about his unyielding respect and value for women his like, pop music so ideology great? and his future I can't wait to read you some of these because it's the ones I, I showed you earlier yeah. the, the stuff he says it sounds like straight out of like a movie that's making fun of male feminists he's just like we should like support women like, yes so, uh, so he says I he says I have two daughters and to think about them being mistreated at all oh, ever imagine. made my blood boil imagine. he said yeah uh, he says mm. I was doing it for my kids and my wife if anyone doesn't understand the intentions f them uh and then uh we, we go down oh, here to he talks further and he says uh <laughs> Incredibly, Levine reveals that The Girls Like You was not always set to be part of the album. He says, it was an 11th hour edition. Uh, he wrote uh, a verse and chorus, and I thought, this song is everything. First of all, he's using uh, Gen Z slang. That's a, everything. That's a, that's a problem. Uh, it's giving. It's giving. Oh, gosh, no. Ugh. Yuck. It's, um, Thank look, you. Adam Thank Levine, you, it's, not, it's not giving what he's, it's supposed to he's give. He's 40 years old. My gosh. You sliding into Summoner's DMs is not giving what it's supposed to be giving. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thanks, Mary. It's giving affair. <laughs> it's giving infidelity. Yeah, it's a problem. And what we need from you is None being a pillar of support for women. And now we have to go to my favorite of all of these, which is uh, he, has a, he says in a, in a past interview, he says monogamy is not in our genetic makeup. Okay, that's so, a cop out. So, um, like, if in fact uh, Adam Levine's wife, what is her name again? Bahadi uh, Prinsloo. Bahadi Prinsloo. Uh, if she joined in and said that they have a non-monogamous marriage, right? Like of some kind, marriage? like an he open said this marriage. before they were married. He said this before they were married. Who knows if it's changed? She whatever. Well, that's the point she should have. He, he didn't seen change. that as a red flag, right? But if she is has joined in in saying the same thing, then 
maybe jokes on you for tolerating that from him but she's way too good for him him (laughs) saying that he is a male feminist and that like his love for women and his attraction to them is proof of that this is the most this is my favorite part it's the same it's the same ridiculous mindset of Sean Bean saying that he's a true romantic because he's been married five uh, times. No, that's not how that works. Which <laughs> it necessitates five divorces, yeah, might I add. I hope. In, in 2012, when asked about him being promiscuous, I wonder if he's like listening to that Nelly Furtado song. Yeah, probably. He says, there's, <laughs> two, there's two kinds of men. There are men who are effing misogynist pigs, uh, and then there are men oh who gosh. just really love women. And that's think, me. I'm just so great. Who What's think they're the, the most amazing people in the world. And that's me, he says. Like, if you are a woman and red flags aren't going off everywhere right now. uh, I feel like in 2012, you could say something that stupid and actually get (laughs) get away away with it. And then he says, he goes, maybe the reason I was promiscuous and wanted to sleep with a lot of them is that I love them so much. That's probably it. It it reminds me of when... uh, Like, cartoonishly. When Joss Whedon got caught, like, sleeping with all his female, like, employees on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. He's like, look, no hot women wanted to sleep with me in high school. Now they all want to. What was I supposed to do? What's uh, a man to do? Yeah, well, what is a man to do? So uh, he says... Uh, <laughs> In a way, I understand it. Like, he's a high-powered, rich celebrity. He can probably get, yes. like, any woman he wants in oh, terms of sure. attractiveness. That's why he married a super hot Victoria's Secret model. model. Yeah. But if that's not enough and you're still going to act a fool on social media in the DMs of some trashy... Some, like, 18-year-old... Like internet prostitute, then you deserve backlash, sure. But that doesn't make you a predator. No, no, it it was completely consensual the entire time. Yes, and I will say that this is not reset the clock because all he did was be dumb, send these dumb, gross, cringeworthy messages. He's just doing his gross playboy thing. He's being Mm -hmm. promiscuous, but he's not being rapey. Yeah. So in that video that Sarah Foster posted, by the way, the only thing anyone knows her for is nine hundred two and zero, right? Like, at least me. Um, She, let's show the video, actually, because I agree with what she was saying. Uh, Okay, yeah. Allow me to play it. The singer cheated on the wife. About the situation with the singer cheated on the wife. Not going to say the name, but, you know, first of all, I hate cheaters. My family was broken up when I was a child over Mm -hmm. a cheating situation. I think if you're a man, you're a woman, you want to leave a relationship, that's fine. That happens all the time. But cheating is so gross. So he's obviously like a total pig and gross. But this woman who chose to make a viral TikTok video claiming like... Thank you. She's not not even apologizing. But putting it out there for the world to see, for a pregnant woman to see when she could have just messaged her privately. She claiming like it's not her fault or something. It's like, we don't feel sorry for you. You knew this man was married, okay? And you participated. Yep. You could have easily yep. ignored the messages. You knew he was married. With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. We do not feel sorry for you. Nor should we. I'm sure you know. 
I also but apparently that- we do because yes. the comments were tearing apart yeah, Sarah Foster for criticizing this woman. And we have that. Yeah, basically. When she- really she's like putting out, uh, she's putting out the dirty laundry of not just Adam Levine, but also his wife. Humiliating his wife on purpose for likes. It's a weird double They said, why don't you show him the same vitriol? When in the video, she literally did show Adam Levine the same vitriol. Called him a pig. Said he's gross and disgusting. The the women are being held to a different standard. They said, yes, both are in the wrong. But this video is rooted in misogyny. The man should be held accountable regardless, just as much as the woman. That's exactly what she said. That's what she's doing. But I want to add that I feel like they're really, the commenters, the people who are criticizing Sarah Foster, the people who are criticizing her are prioritizing a single hot young model over a pregnant mother of three. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's like who really supports to. women here. Right. Seriously. I support a lady who's having a baby. Now, who Emily Ratatouille yeah. Yeah, we're not, we're not decided <laughs> to chime in. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not even going to try to pronounce Emily Ratatouille's M-Rat. real last name. Yep. She, M-Rat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> said the power dynamic is so skewed. It's ridiculous. It's predatory. It's manipulative. If you're the one in a relationship, you're the one who is obligated to be loyal. Yeah. Uh, no. Sorry. Yes, but yes, also but, the person on the other yes, side but, of that right extramarital relationship is responsible yeah. for the consequences. You're an adult. You right. have to be treated it's, like she an adult. She literally said it's predatory. Like, is this the Incorrect. point that we have reached? Women want to be infantilized. Do we? Into, yes. It's all about the plausible yes. deniability yes. for. I spent years not all many. I'm okay? general. I, I'm I generalizing. You to be you. like not all women for once. But right now we can say generalizations <laughs> about modern men and modern women. Yeah, that's fair. And they're all like, I'm sorry, they're trash. She Everyone is in this situation has been. I am the pushback because Sarah Foster fool. generalized men and women, but only the generalization of the man is what uh, is what was supposed to be important according to those people. So I am here to be the one to say no. Both it out. generalizations <laughs> okay, are bad. That's fair. Both Everyone generalizations sucks. are true. Everyone's horrible. A universal L. Yeah. They appear to still be together and putting on a united front. They were photographed picking their kids up from school on Tuesday. They also, she, he also denies the affair now, and it's just ha, you uh, can't I deny can't, that. No taxi backsies. Why? Yeah, no. In the age of social media, do you think that as a blue check mark, everything you say, even supposedly in private, is not being so screenshotted and recorded? Oh yeah, I don't for care. For future you- clout chasing purposes and not exactly. to mention like i don't care if the dude wants to to slide in the dms of a million girls it's the it's the hypocrisy of being married while doing it and calling yourself a male feminist exactly. and then it, the other hypocrisy is the women want to you know we're independent we're strong we don't need no man except for when uh there is an invisible power dynamic and we want to be treated like children i yeah. think that the reset the clock could be for hypocrisy instead of actual no, that's my big, that's my com- i'm not talking about assault i'm talking about a male Most feminist people are when they see reset yeah. the clock it usually means that a male feminist I- has been caught i'm just saying a generalized male feminist right. l yeah yep 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 male feminist l won't argue with that so it's, <laughs> i mean really it's just pointing out that that posturing as some kind of champion of women's rights yeah. is always fake a and mask. it's always a mask for 
gross behavior behind closed doors, whether or not it's predatory. Yeah. No matter how much they want to tell you the world has changed, the world has not changed that much. No. It is not. Celebrity. The you, world has changed, but human psychology has human not changed. Human nature is undefeated. I, I, I'm not even Relationship sure how much I believe dynamics that, have uh, not changed. I'm not sure how much I believe that the world has changed as much as the front-facing version we see on social media has changed. If Has the world we actually experience changed? Have the celebrities become more virtuous on social online? Yes. Have they become more virtuous in, in their real actual life? lives? Of Hell no. Of course not. They've become no. better at selectively being silent. Yeah. So like, it's a good point. The best thing they could do, all Adam Levine had to do for me to not take this position here today, and which is, like I said, I, I'm crapping on both of these sides. All he had to do was to not virtue signal about being a male feminist and how much you love I women. Mean, another part of this uh, that I think... I don't know, like most people aren't ready for this conversation is that regardless of like socioeconomic status and whether you have name recognition and fame, um, male sexuality has been effectively like in the court of public opinion criminalized. It's bad. Like it's not sure him having an extramarital affair is of course wrong and should be condemned and shamed. But it seems like that's not what's being shamed right now. It seems like his, just his sexual attraction to some woman. They're coming out about flirting. Is what? Is enough to condemn him. Like, even if he weren't married, if he were sliding into the DMs of Instagram models, it would still be considered predatory and manipulative because of of his power imbalance. Power imbalance. That he is inflicting on them. Imagine when you know if you genuinely are scared or feel preyed upon or scandalized by a celebrity DMing you, trying to flirt with you, then you would simply block them instead of responding in like this tepid way. That's like, oh, aren't you married? Ha ha. That's her flirting. That's flirting back because I think that she enjoyed the fact that it was. I don't know, subversive or like not allowed. It was risque. And he was super famous. Don't yeah. Forget. If you look up. And she's a cloud chaser, obviously. Only fans. Yeah, that'll uh, do it. So to me, the, 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 I really, I, I almost feel bad for him that his, the, the, I feel bad that his bad flirting is what like. <laughs> it's so this embarrassing. This reminds me of the Poor Arcade crap. Fire frontman yeah. who was recently canceled because. Okay, there was one woman that came out with allegations of actual abuse. The rest of them reported that they just had really awkward, like, not enjoyable dating experiences with him. Go to jail for being awkward. As if that is a crime, as if that is abusive. Like, at this point, if you aren't perfectly... If you don't perfectly conform to every woman's expectations in public and private as a man then you will be depersoned and and they're not expected have your to, career and they're not away. expected yeah. to be held to any standard because if you do your subvert you're uh, hurting them and you're subject you're subjugating like, there's them. no standard of ex- like expecting that a grown woman should maybe speak up for her sp- herself especially behind a screen when there's so much less pressure like you can type out whatever you want and pretend to be whoever you want on the internet 
That means you can easily stand up for yourself if you feel uncomfortable, right? Yep. Or just hit the block button. Or just move Adam Levine's DM to you from primary to general. Like yep. it's, they <laughs> it's make all simple. of these new it's features these days. It's Social true. media, it's it's a great thing. This Technology. Is, uh, she also said, oh, is it where this is the one she said. She goes, I, I'm embarrassed. Uh, embarrassed. I was involved with a man with this utter lack of remorse and respect. Even when she's embarrassed, she's embarrassed because another person was bad. Not because like it's secondhand embarrassment. Yeah. Not like she directly invited this behavior at the, t- at the time you know i was young i was naive i mean quite frankly i feel exploited she said uh, of their alleged relationship. i feel exploited i was a legal adult <gasps> I, I i i certainly was uh you know i, I was young okay yeah. wait wait when did this happen how long ago was this uh it does not list here mm. because uh, they, they would be talking looks about like age. she's like 25 or something yeah she knew what she like, was doing you were a grown adult he is a grown adult Stand up for yourself or block him or don't reply in the first place. Uh, it's just, it's just like the self-destructive, uh, insatiable need for attention from these women. Like, I I don't know why I'm still shocked every time. It's just gross every time. That so she's, she's exploited and uh, it's... They, I feel exploited it's, and traumatized. There's no... Like, you can just twist the narrative any way you want. The, 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 the state of men and so women in this country <laughs> is absolutely bonkers right now. It really is. It's I mean, the only bonkers. thing you can do is just yourself individually and behave pray. the way you want to behave. And, yep. and, and pray, pray and shame people. Uh we do need to bring back some public shaming. Yes, thank for what you. actually deserves shaming. You know why? Because that's cultural enforcement. Right. You should know that there will be shame if you cheat on your spouse. You should know, and if you're prepared to accept that, fine. If you're not, you better think twice. That died with the sexual revolution, ladies. I'm I think sorry. You're right. You know we what else back. surprises me about this is the over, like considering the oversaturation of like. The OnlyFans crowd and mm-hmm. and just generally like thirst traps on Instagram. There are just there is Thank an you. infinite or seemingly infinite supply of hot women on all of these social media platforms, and men are still like men like Adam Levine. Not all men, obviously, but they're still um, they still fall into the trap every time of. Sliding into the DMs and then making a fool out of themselves. This is what I mean. When really, like, this woman <laughs> is barely even a real person, let alone, <laughs> like, like going to thing. meet up with you and hook up with this you. This is what I mean when I say it's human crazy. nature is undefeated. Guys will keep That caveman mindset is yeah, still you at work. You can't escape it. You gotta fight it. Uh, and, well, and uh, men being visual creatures, these apps are Just absolutely put the phone yeah. down. Put it like, down. Like, Touch grass. Yep. Dude. Touch your wife. Touch Don't touch grass. Touch, touch your, your Victoria's Secret ones. model yeah, wife. <laughs> Go hug your kids. What or has something. happened? You to have men. children. What the heck? Uh, oh my gosh. And, and and of course, remember all of this while he's telling you to you know quit being misogynist, you pigs. Yeah. yeah. Right. On, he's guys. joining in on the same <laughs> feminist brigade that Emily, Emily Ratatouille. <laughs> yes. Is in. Is so maybe Rat- well deserved. Ratkowski? How do you Ratikowski. pronounce it? Ratkowski. Yeah, uh, uh, what what's shield. the J then? I just, I just want to call extra. her Rat. Rat. Yeah, M Rat. <laughs> Let's go super chat. <laughs> okay. Uh 
Caper2x said, Mary, Demand shame. now some chewing tobacco pickup truck word. <laughs> what? Because oh, of my hat? hat? Yeah. I Just by virtue of wearing a hat, yeah. I am a redneck. You're a trucker. I wear a hat almost every day. I don't chew tobacco. Well, yeah. Where's you know. that coming from? Johnny Beck said, pair. Oh, no, it's just a pair. It's a little pair. Woo! Thumb, thumbs up, thumbs Johnny. Up. Thank you. Call Me Snow Possum said, am I the only one <laughs> who can't awesome. get over the fact that the letter W starts with a D? Mind <laughs> blown. <laughs> That's crazy. The Thank letter X starts with an E. Oh, yeah, you're right. Holy crap. So, <laughs> Bad App said, Wait, does that mean the letter C starts with an S? Ooh. Wait, what? I don't know. Does Maybe? it? Because sometimes it's really C a soft is pronounced C. C. Yeah. There you go. Now I'm, I'm just confused. Every day I'm working to make sure I don't come Debunked. off. Debunked. Like, every day I try to come off and make sure I'm not like, I, I know that I'm stupid. You asked me I, if be careful stupid. is one word. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's okay. <laughs> Brett. That's a little bit. Thanks for outing me. That's I, right. just, I just exposed a you A lot on is not also TV. one word. Yeah. <laughs> that one, at least I know. Bad app said reboot on Hulu is good with Johnny Knoxville. I'm not sure. I saw that. Uh, I saw. I saw a Which thing reboot? for that. It, no, it's actually called reboot. Oh, it's, it's actually called reboot. What? Yep. So confusing. Yeah. These super chats. I swear. Nathan Settlemeyer said Brett, Amber Heard, Morphid Clark, and Lizzo. MFI. I don't know what oh MFI. What is, what is MFI? Mary. Um. F. Um. F something else. And then what? Uh, indict. That was the game indict. we were playing last night. Because we don't talk we don't advocate any kind of violence I so see, we'd be I inviting see. indicting yeah who do we indict um Lizzo. Amber heard obviously because she's actually might actually be a criminal no, no, no. indict no. indict Lizzo indict Lizzo because we don't want to MRF Lizzo so. right that's fine and then the other two flip a coin so and then you should you should <laughs> marry Mary Morford Clark right yeah no she's at least Mary Amber heard for the excitement for the, for the lulls Very yeah exciting. for the lulls. Uh, yeah. Just well, might poop on actually, your bed <laughs> perhaps plus she makes more money than I so maybe I get I come up and then that divorce and then I pretend to send to charity F Morford Clark because it would be Over cathartic soon. for you. Yeah, and then I go. can be like, take that, Galadriel. That's right. Ha-ha. And then in, <laughs> indict Lizzo just because I don't have to be at the indictment. Don't want her anywhere right. near. <laughs> K for 2X said, Lydia, how is the wrist? I hope you're better. It's good. It There's no range of motion yet. I'm starting therapy next week. Mm. Look, I have this cool zipper tattoo Whoa. now. My dad commented that. These bones are super cool in your wrist. They give you a full range of motion because they slide over each other. And right now I'm like, eh. Eh, eh, I can't do anything. Eh, eh, it goes down like this much. Dumb it goes wrist. Bad, so bad. There's a but fantastic, yeah, at least you're not a guy joke. Okay. There. It's my left hand anyway, right. so <laughs> kick rocks. <laughs> uh, bad up said, I recommend Sugar and Spice, 01 Cheerleader Heist film. I remember that film having, I remember that movie having a, a really funny cover. I never saw the movie, but I, I remember that, uh, if it's what I'm thinking of, having a really funny cover. Waffle Sensei said, these people just want to defend making it public because it gives them drama to drool over. True. I agree. A private message would have been appropriate. Yeah. I mean, or like nothing. Nothing. Yeah, how about nothing. Just nothing. How about like stop how about being a DMing a married man yeah. in the first place? Take rocks. Good. Take responsibility rocks. for your own actions and, and just move on with your life. Yeah. Rocks, think, to be know. fair, like all she has to say is like, look, it's weird if you name your kid after me. That's freaking weird. That is weird. And then move on. Yeah. Like say that would be weird. Please don't do that. And then block him. Like yep. that's cute, but I don't want that. Thanks. 
Bad app said, I'm so trad. Mary can slide in my Hulu account. Why? <laughs> we you probably uh, don't want to do that. <laughs> okay, so yesterday we had our discussion where I said Petty is is uh, <laughs> is uh, logging out of your Netflix account when you break up with someone. Okay, but how far into a relationship do Bef- you wait before sharing a Netflix login? That is a very good question. Or any streaming service login. I shared it with Andy because right away. Because Hannah Claire's hypothesis is that men are way more likely to have like to pay for all of these streaming services oh, really? but she thinks women that. are more likely to like, share a login i with had a guy. all of them and i shared them with andy whenever okay. we started dating if he didn't have any he had like one or two okay so he just like canceled his yeah well i actually canceled most of mine and we just kept a couple because we don't want disney plus yeah. we don't want to give these people money so we have like amazon prime and then we use, yeah I, I think amazon prime's all we have yeah, I think once you cut it down, that's how you know you're being Hulu is good, but eventually you're going to be giving... I mean, Disney owns part of Hulu. Yeah, I but. did like Hulu. I mm. like the cartoons. Mm. Yikes, Rascal King said, The Rascal King wonders why a Google data center has such crap Wi-Fi. Great eternal question. That is a very, very good question. I am pondering this right now. Because all the data is being sent to the NSA, most likely. That's probably it. <laughs> I need to stop watching YouTube said... All solved by high trust society. I gotta look this up. I don't know what that is. What is that's, that, Mary? That's a new term to me. High sounds, trust. Yesterday sounds there like was something I would like. Said than done. Yeah. Yesterday there was a comment in the chat that said uh, like they thought we were CIA agents because we didn't get movie refer- like specific movie references. I was like, that'd be cool if I was actually a spy. We only know about CIA-related movies or TV shows. I mean, I talk a lot about CIA and and military stuff. I could be, I could be a plant for all they know. I Mm -hmm. could be, I could be our very. You're like pointing out how some of these CIA movies aren't. Are yeah. true to the real experience so, so, and you're you know, like um i don't know why i know that well, it's the, just the, a special interest of mine the thing is though is the the movies uh, like i don't really care much for like the traditionally loved movies most of the stuff in, yeah, the, sh- in the shows that i love were weirder or less popular things did you so, like elf i don't know if i ever saw elf mary did you like elf I liked it. Yeah, uh, it was horrible. I was a kid when I watched oh, it. Was I, I okay. am excited so to watch. I'm like that. Jingle fine. all the way in That's, Miracle on 34th Street. The Santa Street Claus is different. Santa like Claus. some of these are different. Okay, so I want to read this because this is actually really interesting. So a high trust society, a low trust society is defined as one in which interpersonal trust is relatively low and which do not have shared ethical values. Conversely, a high trust society is one where the interpersonal interpersonal trust is relatively high and where shared ethical values are strongly shared. That sounds great. How do you make that happen? What about trust in the institutions? I didn't see that. That is gone and that is never coming back, my friends. At least not in our lifetime. Mm-mm. I don't expect that to. feels like a house of cards that came down all at, like a little bit all you know a little bit at first and then all at once suddenly um, yep it, it feels like uh, I can go back to watch stuff even just five years ago and be amazed at how much like it didn't bother me and now I just like everything feels like it's just you're more cynical far now. more cynical yep we're gonna talk about that more uh, yeah. later Potatoes for Seamus said, Linda, did they let you keep the cast? Dude, this lady, I went to go back and I was like, oh, can I wait for my husband? He's coming upstairs or whatever. She's like, I'm just going to cut your cast off. And I was like, okay. So that set the stage. And then she just like cut it off with like the little saw. And I was like, oh God, she's going to cut my arm. She's going to cut my arm. She didn't. It was fine. I didn't even have a chance. I didn't even know where it went. It was gone in a heartbeat. And then she's like, go get an extra and come back up here. And I was like, yes, ma'am. I got to go. So she <laughs> Drill was no sergeant. nonsense. That's her yeah. job. She's her... like this black lady. And I was like, oh, she does not have time for my nonsense. I'm not going to ask to keep it. So <laughs> she's probably it. the backbone of that hospital. I'm sure she, she is. keeps it running. <laughs> yeah, I saw her work when I was there before. And I was like, this lady knows what's up. 
Cyber Doctor said, continuing from IRL, could we see Shad Brooks make an appearance, Lydia? Also, when is Ian coming back on? Friday. Is he For like Ian, out of right? town or something? No, he's coming back on on Friday. He just oh, mentioned it the other okay. night. Yeah. I need to stop watching YouTube said, if you want a girl, just go to every table at the bar and say, ladies, how are we doing tonight? <laughs> then go to the next one. Repeat. Guaranteed work. You don't even wait time. for the response. Just, no, just say, no, how are we no. doing tonight? I and would then laugh walk away. so hard if I saw some guy doing that. I think that was hilarious. <laughs> what, one thing, what one, one great one that I saw the other day, it says, you, it's, uh, like, I follow a couple of these Instagrams that are just really funny. It's like, stay toxic. And it's like call your, toxic call, kings. It's just like texture. It's like call your ex girlfriend at two in the morning and then hang up quickly and text her and say sorry, wrong number. Oh snap! <laughs> <laughs> That's brute. stay toxic, friends. Right? Stay Holy toxic, crap! Kings. <laughs> Joseph Fazio said, "Watch Howard Stern stab Adam Levine in the back." All caps. Very important. Howard Stern. Sucks. Howard Stern. He stabs everyone in the back. Let's be and real. He's still around. People yeah. like believe you're not. He's one of those people dinosaur. who genuinely seems uncancelable because. He was actually a sleazy piece of s mm -hmm. when he was at like his heyday. He will and get canceled when he when he dies. Yeah, like, only probably. when he dies. Yeah. Like that's even worse. Yeah. I feel that's like even worse than being held accountable when you're alive and you can speak up for yourself. Like you have to. He totally pulled the ladder Awful. behind him. I hate it. <sighs> Shock jock's bad. Yeah. yeah, pulling up the ladder behind him is exactly. I hate it. So that, cowardly. That fits exactly. I hate it. Johnny Derp said, Mary asked what happened to men. Daniel Tosh once explained, it isn't you versus a bleep. It is you versus all the bleep. Derogatory Guys, you can, term for women. Derogatory term for women. Numbers aren't in your favor. <laughs> hmm. I don't get it. Daniel Tosh. That's where I go to get all my life advice. I mean, uh, it, it's also, I mean, Tim talks a lot about Who is the, you in the, that? The sexual yeah. marketplace is very different now due to dating apps. Uh, supply, demand, 80% of the women are going after 20% of the men. Yeah. Uh, that's dating apps. No, that's, uh, right. they, they extrapolate that data to mean to, all. I would extrapolate it to real to life. All, yeah. To all women. Partly, it, um, it's in sync with biologic, our biological understanding of how women like rape men by attractiveness. Yeah. Men actually have a curve of ladies that they find attractive women have like i don't even know what it is but they don't view any men as being maximally attractive yeah until they uh, all like, of them are less they're all average. ugly until they're like the until they're not but right. they can they can also be too attractive which Ma is something we were talking about earlier mary has an, a unique opinion she doesn't think that women care about i men's. don't think women care or should care about how men look like almost at all yeah i don't think they do except for like about... them taking care of themselves in a general sense yeah. like Brush teeth yeah. yeah i think in real life they really don't like yeah. most girls like pretty girls i know are dating men like way below their are rung they, of attractiveness who, who's yeah. making the bulk of the money in those relationships That's they're both the young question. though so okay. no no <laughs> neither of them like i don't know no one the men <laughs> no also, one is making the money. men are yeah. also going to grow into their uh into their worth yeah we've talked about this on the show before so women it's really interesting women start life with an advantage that gradually declines we all know this don't talk to me about eggs and egg curtains I already know men start life on hard they get drafted into wars and then eventually if they survive and make good on themselves they make a bunch of money and they're more valuable when they die mm -hmm. than they were when they were born yeah so it's 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 oppositional almost but it's almost like men and women are designed well that was why you married uh when when you married you married because she needed uh, she it allowed you to uh 
protect her and right. to uh, and then when she, she was no longer you. when she was no longer desirable by society's standards, of course, not by your standards, because you know her as a person, yes, exactly. you view her as a valuable human being, as you should. I, I explained that to like a friend with oh he didn't like. It's he, very confusing. He, uh, what yeah. do you mean? He, uh, he just thought it was very sexist. Uh, that like my description it's of that. It's true, and you can call um, it sexist if you want, but you can't argue. There are with facts it's true. of life. Yeah. yeah. I was well, like, yeah. if you want to ignore, if you out. want to ignore reality, that's fine. Like, but. okay, <laughs> well, just tell him he could try both ways. Just be like, yeah, see which works better. Thank you. Yeah. There Call you go. me Snow Possum said, "Why is it called a grilled cheese when you cook it on the stove? Oh, whoa! You grill it on Deep the stove. Question. Right. What's the other one? Like, Am why I do wrong? You, why do you cook? Yeah, you're right. Why do you cook bacon? But why do you bake uh, cookies? Bake cookies. Why do you park on a driveway and drive on a parkway? Yeah. So many so questions, many guys. guys. What are you talking about? <laughs> why do you bake cookies but yeah, cook, cook bacon? bacon? Yeah, they have the they have the words. Phonetically, the it doesn't make sense. Yeah, Is that it? It's, it's just word. a joke. <laughs> Sorry, it's a don't overthink it. <laughs> Thousand foot deep. Ben said, "Mary's look says oh, McDonald's no. drive-through worker more than trucker." It, I don't the know. hat definitely looks Kinda like a does. McDonald's. Well, look, yeah. that's that's gonna be my reality once. <laughs> The deposition happened. Oh, nice. Well, well, no, <laughs> you're the Fed. Oh, are you saying that that's where you'll go to? You're going to go undercover at McDonald's to next. McDonald's. Yep. <laughs> you're going to bring the founder. Mary, you're going to bring the down Fed. the founder. Mary's, yeah. Mary is totally the Fed. Dun, dun, dun. Trust me, guys. <laughs> yeah. If you could hear these conversations off air, Mary is the Fed here. Yep. Fedcast. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I will not elaborate. She's like, yeah. uh, she's like I can neither <laughs> I have no further nor deny no comment. My, uh, my involvement in the Federal Bureau of that's Investigation right. and or sister agency. <laughs> yep, three letter agencies. Johnny Derp said, Brett, I could be a plant. So, like Stephen Hawking? Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> he was a vegetable. Oh, man. Come on, meow. If that doesn't make you groan, oh. you aren't conscious. Whoa. I definitely groaned. That yeah. is, that <sighs> That's physically painful. There, Thanks, Johnny. There was a, I, I saw another, I, I saw a bit of a stand up the other night where the guy's like, You want to know how hard divorce is? He goes, You know who Stephen Hawking is? The guy who was literally like spent his entire life in a wheelchair and tried to figure out the mysteries of the entire universe. Even he gave up on marriage. She's like, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Women, they're impossible. Yep. He's James also- Riley yeah. said, Brett, you legit are a spy. Admit it. Hi, ladies. Well, I do have the looks. Thanks for the bouquet. Thanks for the bouquet. That's beautiful. <laughs> and I do the have the looks face. of the spy. The spy? Yeah, you're very, very uh, under the radar there. Uh, <laughs> if I was, I don't think I meet the height requirement for the central intelligence. I'm sure there is. I have no idea. I, I doubt it. I highly doubt that. They need people who look like everybody. Kind of like Project Veritas. They, they somebody who looks like everybody. Maybe that's who I work for. Maybe uh, I'm... I'm uh, you're I'm, James O'Keefe. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm the liberal version <laughs> of Project Veritas. There Do you go. think I could go undercover for Project Veritas? No, nope, you've been on be camera too, too much. Yeah, you've been on camera too much. Ah. They want people who haven't been. Yeah, They hit me up, but yeah. Call Me Snow Possum said, if you could watch a movie for the very first time again, what movie would that be? B. What do you think, Brett? For me, it would be the 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. That or the movie Heat. Of course. <laughs> Those are my two favorite movies. I talk about them all the time. It's true. There's, there's a couple of Gosh. them, though. That. Uh, what about you? I have no idea. I know. I hate the pressure of these questions. Yep. Like, Doctor. I think about it all the time, and then the second I'm asked... I can never remember, and then af- off know. air, I'm like, duh, why didn't I think it's of like that? It's like someone asking you what your favorite song is, and you're like, I've never heard a song before in my life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have no idea. Bad Up said, I'm a 12 at a Carnival State Fair. <laughs> oh, is that good? I don't know. I mean, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm definitely like, a, he's a he's a 10, but, like, w- w- what was the one I heard? There's a, a couple of really funny ones that I've heard recently. It's like, he's a 10, <laughs> but he's uh, but he's a fed. He's a 10, He's but. a 10, but he called your body absurd. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He has 
doesn't know how to he's, flirt. Or text. He's a ten, but he he's in Maroon Five. Yep. <laughs> Yikes. He's a ten, but he doesn't mind spending every day. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Caber Two X said, "Are you planning to discuss Herd's foray into adult films to Good pay word. her legal foray? debts, or that's scratching the bottom of the barrel?" Is that true? Yeah, I, I saw no that. such. Or, uh, I saw something similar to that it's on like Pop Topic, prediction. but I, I tend to think that all of Pop Topic is is, is bad info. <laughs> so we we maybe we check into that. That could that could come we'll back. See. We will I, see. She's can on I, a TV movie. She so. is that. Can I read two comments that aren't super chats real yes. quick? Yeah. Kings Blend four twenty said women age like cheese, men age like wine. If you ever had blue cheese, you know that's not the case. I would say women age more like milk. Sure, men age like wine. That's fine. I just have taken issue with your comparison. And then Cody Nar says Lydia has been on camera more than Mary. TF. Like what? Why would Project Veritas hit me up? They hit me up before I worked for Tim Cast. That's why. Perfect. There you go. Mm. All right, guys. So I also want to talk about this, which is basically uh, an investor who runs a, a fairly large portfolio uh, and works with Disney and invests in both Disney and Apple has been like, look. Could you guys like stop being involved in politics? I didn't quite say it in that voice, but it was pretty close. So it says an anti-ESG investor presses for changes at Disney and Apple. Uh, and basically what this is, is this guy uh, who his name's uh, Vivek, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, Ramaswamy who, who has spoken at CPAC. So that. that yeah, I know that name. Um, so like, there's definitely a bias there. there but sure. there is a funny thing in here that feels like it's the biggest duh in the world what's that but we'll get to it so it says an activist investor who's been a sharp critic of so-called esg or as they say environmental social and governance uh investing at apple and walt disney uh is urging them not to engage in political discussions and to make employment decisions without taking in an individual's race sex or political opinions into account like is that not already what the hell is going that's on in the law. that's literally the law that is the I mean, law political of the affiliation land. isn't in the law but should be but it is in but, dc yeah. he said disney must act now if disney continues speaking out on political issues that do not affect its business it will face even greater pressure to act when they do at Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. And the sides Disney will be expected to take won't be the ones that are favorable to its business. Like Good point. Climate, like climate change stuff. Like like. But I want to point out: does this does becoming political make a company inherently reactionary? It depends. I think it makes you reactionary. The second you take a stance, you're now on your heels. Yeah, but I also think it depends on what your business is. Well, okay. Uh, if I mean, it sets a precedent company. that you have to speak on every little thing. Yeah. That yeah. is relevant in you the moment. A lot of the best, the smartest celebrities are the ones who just don't speak on any of it because that way they aren't expected to speak when something big happens. The smartest celebrities are the ones that don't have social media presences. Yeah. But then that's also something that is like, if, if you're already an A-lister, you got grandfathered in yeah, before social media even existed. Um, but like. I found this interesting because he's basically suggesting like a, the very simple premise that you shouldn't make business decisions on any other grounds than what is good for most business. profitable. Yeah. Right. What what decision is most profitable? So this is like getting to my point that I often make, which is that 
people just don't want money anymore. Nope. They have ideological ends. So weird. There Disney are there involved. are ideologues at all of these mega corporations who have redundant jobs who that add the, no value to the company aren't are just 100 percent drained what was the job title you mentioned earlier a diversity equity inclusion marketing and communications <laughs> it's like nine departments i cannot like think of someone at, that was at cnn by the way but i can't think of someone more redundant and more of a drain on a company than with a job title like that so, so he also says he's, uh, he holds positions at Apple and Disney and in recently uh, launched exchange-traded funds that uh, invest in large public companies. The fund has roughly $11 million in net assets. That's not a whole lot when you really think about it. For, for asset management firms, yeah, sure. But like in, in reality, that is enough to like have influence. And I was trying to think of where I right. knew this guy. Like I have the book Woke, Woke Inc. in my room and I just haven't read it yet. So that's that's my own fault. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, a, a, a book that urges, that argues companies shouldn't be swayed by politics. Strive Management's main fund focused on energy has $320 million in assets. Earlier this month, he publicly called on Chevron to pump more fossil fuels Woo! over the next decade. I love this and guy. And slow spending <laughs> on its energy transition plan. His energy EFT or EFT ETF holds a position at Chevron. So he's got money. He's got um, uh, influence. He and he's taking. Uh, he can Good make a, a, for him. But it, it, it feels bonkers to me. Look, look, Bob Chapek, who is famously called Bob Chapek, mm-hmm. um, very profit focused, always has been. And as soon as he took over Disney, he started getting involved in politics. Originally, he goes, no, we're not going to be, we're not going to focus on it. But that was like right when the the parental rights and education bill came out and they're in Florida. So he got like screwed well, kind of into having to talk about it. And they clearly didn't know what they were talking about. Here's a, here's a conflict though. There are people working, there are executives at Disney um, and other media companies um, who are ideologues, yes, and who, who want the company to make business decisions for ideological ends. Yeah. But there are also shareholders who are shareholders purely to have ideological influence too. Yeah. It's not all about money for everyone. I also want to point out that I'm, I'm going to lay off the topic of ESG because it's a very, very complicated uh, discussion point. I've watched a lot of videos on it, and I know enough well, to they, know. They that said I it's the loosely defined yes. practice of considering issues beyond short-term profits. I I, I know That's enough a very to know. Spin. I know enough to know that I don't know enough to have uh, too strong of opinion. Other than the fact that I know that companies like BlackRock, which are heavily invested in this practice, uh, have taken uh, a lot of uh, money out of the economy in that in that sense and put it into these practices, which aren't necessarily short-term profit driven. But I don't know enough to say that. Like, for instance, mm-hmm. Warner Brothers has a higher ESG score than Disney. How is, is it less, calculated? Uh, I like I said, I don't know. I just know that you it's, can look. Yeah. Uh, you can look up the score. So I said, I'm not going to speak on that. I do know that it feels like the message is far more important these days. For the the best example I could give you is Disney literally throwing money away by not editing their movies to be involved in China, so that they can be involved in con- uh, countries like Qatar. Uh, where they want to, where they would love to make the money, yeah. but are are refusing to make the changes in their movies for the sake of profit. So clearly, on some level, that is true. They are choosing uh, ideological ends and over Marvel profit. Too. Yeah, and yeah. Mar- well, Marvel's yes. owned by Disney, so. Uh, uh, and that seems to be more posturing for Western audiences, mm-hmm. and 
arguably, I'm not saying this is correct, but arguably they would say that's a smart marketing decision to make more money in like from Western audiences. Therefore, it's business savvy, right? This isn't about marketing, I don't think. This is about something overarching that they're trying to go for. And the way that they define ESG as thinking about something beyond short-term profit, doesn't that sound nice? Mm -hmm. Doesn't non-racist history lessons sound nice? That's critical theory. You need Mm -hmm. to know what they're talking about because it is not as nice as they try to make it sound. James, if anybody wants a a good person to look up stuff on ESG, James Lindsay is constantly posting uh, a very, very deep... Uh, deep dive analytics into that concept. Yes, uh, he's over on Instagram. Not but it Twitter says, uh, he said, so this is back to Mr. Ra- uh, Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. Uh, it says, he's, he said, Disney should make its all its decisions based on profitability without regard to social, cultural, or political pressure from employees, activist groups, or other stakeholders. Activist groups were the ones that launched. Think of Netflix uh, every time Dave Chappelle releases a special and a bunch of annoying employees uh, protest outside their own job and this company has to basically act like babysitters and say look either work here or leave we don't care but Dave Chappelle makes us a lot of money we're going to release it mm-hmm. that makes sense here I don't know uh, Disney being so heavily involved ideologically now I don't know if they can get back out of this I think they're kind of in it now forever. Yeah, uh, how do you disentangle you yourself? You wouldn't you be don't, able, right? They, they renewed Chapek's uh, contract for another two or three years, if I remember correctly. At the very least, it's not going to change until management changes, right? Because there's going to be the stink of his of the political ends all over his stuff. But and a with, lot of people would say that Disney has always had political ends. It's just that those ends have shifted to yes. something that they weren't before you know yes. the company's uh political ideals. and social ideals right uh well yeah because uh, uh walt that's disney, unavoidable right walt disney was uh was uh, an anti-commie so he uh <laughs> well, he had a lot of controversial <laughs> yeah. opinions that's yeah. i mean that's not really relevant though so, it's just the fact that like any media company any entertainment company is going to have ideals and and messages that they are pushing and into to, society and to be fair the average person doesn't know this stuff is going on the i, I there are yeah. plenty of people who are blissfully unaware of how annoying <laughs> these companies can be and how annoying a lot of this it's stuff becoming is harder to ignore uh i mean because it's infecting the, the actual products uh, yeah, I mean, they, they might be aware that the a product is acutely di- is just different than it used to be, but that could be what modernity. That could be the world is changing. That could be a lot of things. Not so much that Bob Iger wanted to run for president and Bob Chapek is uh, <laughs> is uh, being pushed around by activists. Yeah, yeah. So now Warner Brothers has a diversity, equity, inclusion czar, and four <laughs> executives are going to be answering to him to meet their their standards also very interesting considering when they brought in zaslav and they and they canned the batgirl movie and they kicked it into the next into the next dimension to where it will never be seen again um uh, they were they were saying that he's a trampier in that he's anybody who can actually use that term without without throwing up uh, (laughs) if you didn't release uh an objectively poorly made movie that wouldn't make the money back yeah 
Uh, then apparently you're a trumper. But apparently. apparently people looked up his like his uh, donations and he's given to like both parties. As a lot of them do, they give yeah. to both parties. Cause, They're playing you know, both sides. So they always come out on top. Because Uniparty. So uh, it, says, uh, it says a strong focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion. We really need... Uh, okay. I really do believe, before we go any further, that a big part of this is just people taking advantage of the fact that a lot of people don't understand that there's a difference between equity and equality. Yes, there is a huge and difference. And they're playing on the fact that a lot of people don't actually know what equity means in the context of social equity, meaning that uh, uh, they want race-focused practices in hiring. They want race uh, and sex uh, and gender-focused practices with hiring and promotions. It's got nothing to do with equality. It's got everything to do with revenge. Yeah. So, I think so. so it says a strong focus on diversity, equity, and inclusion is a top priority for our company. And we are committed to doing everything we can to get this right because they're terrified of you coming for them and, and calling them bad if, if, if you don't. What you a know? bunch of... Um, well, that's already happened yeah. because they already faced criticism, it says, for their decision to appoint a slate of entirely white male directors to its board of directors and they had a relative lack of diversity in top executive ranks. I love how, so how generic that... What is... Their DEI czars. Die. No, DIE. We, 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 we That's right. Get it okay, right. Their die czar uh, and the executives reporting back to him Thank are you. really just... Uh, they, their entire job exists to propagate the need for their job. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's like a professor. Yeah. You've They're only for uh, maintaining the facade of equity, right? And, and, uh, it's and not because they actually care. No. Exactly. It's beneficial to who their is, who bottom Who is being line. fooled by this? Uh, um, I, I think a lot of people. I think we, we take, I think we are in our own bubble of information, and we've taken in a lot of information and done a lot of uh, research into things that the average person just isn't looking into. Right. That's why so, we do a podcast, though. So I, 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 to people. I do, f unfortunately, think that a lot of people are getting fooled by this. Uh, and it's, Do you remember when uh, in Portland, uh, when the government was doing like racially segregated job training? Yep. Um, that sounds like something Portland would do. Yeah. Uh, yeah Seattle was doing that as well. Uh, all that stuff is going on, and what it is is the average person goes, and this happens a lot. They say that sounds ridiculous, and because it is ridiculous, they ignore it, right? They're like, "Oh, that doesn't sound real." Yeah, and exactly. they, they, you hear about like, stuff I'm sure like this. It's not it doesn't sound real. It doesn't sound like it's actually happening. The Disney movies are fine. They're, I mean, we're like they're not fine, but the average person, like the movies are coming out, they're fine. Warner Brothers is releasing their stuff. What could possibly be that different? But at the corporate level, it's very different. Well, what we're told is that we are conspiracy theorist whack jobs for thinking that these executives and shareholders have some shared interests for, like, shared ideological interests, not business interests. Um, but then they openly can say that the goal of their die strategy team... Thank you is to drive long-term change both locally and worldwide. They, they are globalists. Yep. They want to use entertainment as the vehicle for global ideological change. Uh, right? Which is, they, they, they always find a way to dress it up in corporate speak 
that sounds so synergy. banal. Yes, I love the word synergy. It's my favorite thing. Synergy is literally great like word. it's it means nothing. Like you, I don't we think generate you, solutions. Uh, they they literally sound like they've never actually spoken to an, an actual living, breathing human. How being. do we Corporate make this speak. human? Yes, uh, the, these people don't. They're lizards. Well. They're definitely lizard people. <laughs> like that again. It's like we don't say that because we literally think you're reptilian. We say that because you don't talk like a person. Yep. Yes. I mean, I don't expect the executives to talk like people when they're doing corporate speak because it's it's literally designed to be less humane, like less human mm-hmm. and more. Uh, well, it's being ghostwritten for them, obviously. Yeah. But obviously. Uh, but yeah. So and, and I also just wanted to point out that um, there's a VP named Christian Hug Aww. at Warner Brothers. Doesn't that just make you want to give him a hug? Maybe? A good Christian. A good hug. Christian hug. That's a good right. Christian hug. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Sounds like a euphemism for something. I don't like that. <laughs> what is a good Christian hug? Tell me more. I need to. Mm. <laughs> I need to know. Um, so okay. beyond that, I want to point out that Disney is still very heavily considering uh, buying Hulu. The remaining, they already own like seventy-five percent of Hulu, uh, and they want to buy the rest of it and incorporate it into Disney Plus. Yeah, they own two thirds. Yes, and they're gonna own a hundred percent. So uh, like. that is uh, Bob Chapek. Stan wars between these mega corporations. I love is Hulu like the too. worst part. Yeah, so uh, I I love Hulu. I've been watching a lot of Hulu lately. So uh, I I don't want to have an allegiance to any company, no, to no. any streaming service or any parent company that owns that streaming service. But they're stoking these like they they want fandoms to exist behind mega corporation disney is the only one that actually accomplishes that no there is no that's why they're acquiring all the ip there are weirdo disney adults there are no weirdo warner brothers adults that's just creepy that's just true yeah yeah no they found out where the weirdo uh fandom adults were and just acquired whatever it was that they liked. anything they like they're just like star wars marvel thank you thank you they're also like what they've done is i i I watched a really interesting video the other day they said they 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 spent the the 90s uh making movies that gave women unrealistic expectations about love and now that they've got them and made them 40 year old single women now they're just now they've turned them into fans of star wars which they never gave a crap about 20 years ago and they've geniusly moved them into like they've got cats they've got their star wars and their marvel which they never would have cared about when they were in their they've 20s appropriated them and they and they got them there by by showing them that marriage was not feasible because mm-hmm. they were never going to meet the perfect guy uh, so they've they've literally facilitated their own market and then bought the properties. They bought Marvel in DC, or I'm sorry, they bought Marvel and Star Wars because it was already a female-driven business. Yep. And then they just turned it female, turned those projects into female-driven uh, brands while keeping the guys who are just you can't like, pretend to be the same thing that you were before after you get acquired by Disney. Yeah, That's and, true. and the guys are like the the poor Marvel guys who, who who can't admit that it's bad. They're like abused spouses that just keep coming back for more. Uh, so, or like so, Eric Butts, the <laughs> Star Wars Disney Eric Star Wars, Wars reviewer. So I'll Disney Disney wins. <laughs> he's a, he's a YouTube reviewer that infamously literally like balls his eyes out at trailers for Disney Star Wars content. Yeah. 
Like, I, he actually cries watching, like, a trailer for Andor. All that stuff made sense to me when they when they announced The Force Awakens. And it's like, there hasn't, been a, there hasn't been a Star Wars yep. movie in a long time. A lot of people love Star Wars. Now it feels so... It's abusive. It's literally it abusive. It really is. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I feel exploited. I feel manipulated. I this is honestly like predatory. Yeah, I haven't predatory. even had sex with Adam Levine. Yeah, exactly. Let's go Super Chats. Oh, Let's yeah. go... Uh, Caper 2X oh sorry Quiet Inari said he's a 10 but won't stop quoting Chet Hanks <laughs> well that makes him a 12 hey, that makes him a 12 what? Duh. About. Duh. <laughs> we love Chet around here James Orenthal Wen said the DEI or die phenomenon has been interesting to observe since I'm assigned to two high profile corporate accounts including an aforementioned patrol petrol corp you ever been uh, in, in Europe and they call it a petrol station? You're like, what is that? Yeah. What the hell is they a petrol station? They sell it in liters. What's petrol? Of weirdos. Yeah. Uh, and they well, have, we know your nationality now. Yep. Uh, Gave it away. And they have, um, they ha- they only, at least back when, I remember when I was in Europe, they only had monster, or I'm sorry, they only had uh, Red Bull in like the small cans. And by that time we were already like poisoning ourselves with the, with the larger size cans. It's like, that's why America's like uh, overweight and Have you noticed shit. that, um... Gas stations are weirdly rare in a big city. Well, yeah. For as many cars as there are, you have to leave the city to get gas. You go to the edge by the freeway on ramp, and then there's usually a gas station there. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Lindsay said, "Glad I'm getting to catch the show live today while well, working from home. Also, love how Brett and Mary have switched hats. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, my blonde hair. We planned hair, that. My blonde hair is not quite as luscious." Uh, it's not as it's as its light. own thing. It's its own thing. I like it, but it's I, I'm getting there. Um, like a, I, I'm good. thinking it's I'm just really gonna good. grow it out shoulder length and not touch it. So there's just a clump of like random blonde <laughs> hair at the end. I Makes love no it. Sense. I, love I it. will cut it. I know. For I, you I can literally picture Mary just like in and cut it in your sleep. <laughs> and we do like a like a time lapse of every day. Mary looks at it as the show starts and makes like a face like. Yeah. Uh, and it's reaching twitch. my breaking point. <laughs> and, and it's Mary just driven slowly nuts by Brett's uh, hair, which just he refuses to cut at this oh point because you guys did this to me. You gave me now the you're blonde gonna get hair. your revenge. Now I'm just <laughs> do it. I'm coming. I'm coming for all of you. Waffle Sensei said a good Christian hug leaves room for Jesus. <laughs> That's right. Gotta so hug there's like a like gap. That. Like yep. It's is like that, a triangle. Is that a good Christian That's hug? That's a good Christian yeah. hug. Yep. All right. Yep. I've heard that at like Christian school dances they. They like keep a ruler. Oh my god! Like, so funny. Oh. I don't know if this is true. This never happened in any of mine. But do they do that with the clothes? Do they double check your skirt length and that, stuff like they that? They did. They oh. did. Oh, I have stories. Do you want to tell us? I, I won't. Tell, I won't tell, tell them because it makes my schools look bad. Oh. Ah, well, you've done that already <laughs> by uh, existing. But no, by by telling <laughs> us by telling us that the stories exist at all. No, right. we're curious. All right, Mary, do you want to do you want to tell everyone about this next story, which is uh, about <laughs> believe it or not, guys, believe it or not, I in my in my thirty six years on this planet have never seen an episode of The Bachelor. I haven't either. Uh, you have not? No, no? I haven't. So uh, I'm not exactly. The, I, I used to think I, I wasn't. I haven't the either. But I love escapist reality television. Well, it's and, necessary. And in general, yeah. I strongly support the concept of escapist television because, yes. like we talked about in our previous segment, companies like Disney and Star Wars and Marvel, they want to give you liter- they want every day of your life to be a beatdown of political messaging and garbage. It's right. not always the corporations, though, and I think that's what this story highlights. It's sometimes the fan base that ruins what they love for themselves because of the... Uh, 
I mean, really just the mental abuse that has been inflicted on society. It is abuse, 100%. So um, go ahead and lead us into this one. Sure. So fans of The Bachelor are now abandoning the franchise because it's not woke enough for their tastes. Which is crazy because that's doing an uno reverse on the normal structure where the franchise and the people who run it mm-hmm. are inflicting the wokeness on the fans who hate it yes they're like a- get woke or go broke i think maybe the fact that the fan base is likely 99 percent women yes is the reason that this happened this way yep that's it western suburban women man they're that's gonna take why. down they're gonna take down this planet if it's the last thing they do yeah and, and now <laughs> like true. i'm not a fan of the bachelor but there are increasingly more shows like it that i that i enjoy what like do you like Love is Blind is funny. I love Love is Blind. And I've watched Love Island. I think that's hilarious, too. Did either of you see Love on the Spectrum? Oh, no, but I heard of it. Is that about autism? I feel like it, I don't know, like, I feel like it's making fun of them. It felt, I I saw exactly half of an episode and I turned it off. It was, it felt exploitative to me. Yeah, that's awkward to watch. I don't know if it was. I don't like that. I'm kind of like, I might be overly sensitive to something like that. I don't like. See, I, here's my theory about. But if autism. they want to be on it, like I like, they, they have the the right to know. do that. But do they even have the ability to make that decision? Some of them might. Some of them might not. Yeah. No, no, no. Here's my theory about autism. I don't know if you guys have heard the extreme male brain theory. It's probably silly and dismissible, but at the same time, there are so many traits between autism that track so closely with just generally the male gender like in the way they view the world i'm just like i don't think that you should be singling out people with autism and talking about them at all i feel like we should be incorporating autism as something that it's just part of the way people are i don't know i'm triggered yeah are you that's well, an oh, interesting conversation <laughs> i would love to have that conversation because i want to learn more about it mm-hmm. i'll find someone who so the bachelor yes anyway <laughs> back to the bachelor so um this uh, publication interviewed a former fan of the show named Maya Ganun. She said that she has recently made a clean break from the show. Are is never going to de- watch it or post about it again. Are we in the Decider article? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, she said that now that she stopped watching the show, she is no longer vexed by a show she was supposed to be finding an escape in. Um, but the reason she gave for being disillusioned with the show is that they have the franchise has a pattern of problematic behavior oh, no, and systemic racism that reached a culminating point. Are they are they just so spoiled now with woke TV that with the one time it's not woke, they're like, I just can't do the it anymore. The one time it resembles reality yeah. Yeah. on reality television, <laughs> they can't handle it. It's kind of fascinating. Which means that you are casting real people with real pasts and lives. It's get woke or go broke now. It's, it's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. It's a threat now. And... They've actually experienced a drop in viewership, probably for other reasons. Just the that fact that you're in your 27th question. season yeah, or so a, a of a repeating structure, you it's know, hard to keep it fresh year after year. A right? lot of like the a lot of like the red pill ch- like men's red pill channels would like review The Bachelor. No way, really. Yeah, like they, they. What about The Bachelorette? I I think they did both. Interesting. It was kind of fascinating. I feel like The yeah. Bachelorette is more accurate to like how the dating world actually goes. Yeah. Which is why The Bachelor is more interesting. Like it's a bunch of women competing for one man. Yeah, that's typically how it works. But they they've obviously expanded into other shows than their flagship. But anyway, the situation she was referring to 
was one that happened last year where their former host and executive producer Chris Harrison did an interview with um, their first black bachelorette named Rachel Lindsay. And she was pressing him to answer for the actions of a bachelorette contestant who was found out to have gone to a fraternity or sorority party in 2018 when she was in college that was themed after the old south it was called an antebellum party that was like plantation the the band lady antebellum is now just lady a yeah they had to fight an actual black lady for that name and and dixie chicks the the dixie chicks are now just the chicks and ryan reynolds once Apologize for their for getting wedding. married at yeah. a plantation because we live in a society full of complete weirdos. Yeah. So back at the time that this scandal happened, the girl did not answer for her actions immediately. It had been like six weeks since the photos of her at this party came out. And because she didn't everyone answer for it, and because now everyone in America in the world with social media is always running for president all the time, you're not allowed yeah. to just not respond. You have to respond all the time. No, you don't. Have yeah. To. Uh, interestingly, also they expected. her her to respond because that year on um on the what is it the bachelor the that was the first black bachelor and she ended up winning and being in a relationship with this guy uh did did the guy ever end up saying anything about it um I'm not sure. I didn't see anything about that. But I, I didn't read anything about that. I looked we, into the situation and I didn't see that. His name is Matt James. I didn't see that he spoke on it. Do we want to play this clip? You said you want to play a clip here. Yeah, this is the the interview that people canceled Chris Harrison for because he didn't outwardly reject the... Like, he didn't deperson this contestant sufficiently it's, for their taste. Wow. What, what did I say So they off said there? that he should be off the franchise Yikes. entirely. What did I say off there? I, say, I said, this guy is remarkably like even keel or something like it's that. almost suspicious how even keeled yeah, he it, is it, in the interview <laughs> it's the most like level-headed response i've seen to this type of pushing like yeah. ever so let's just yeah. play a couple seconds or a little bit of this erasing lincoln and erasing washington and erasing people because of what they stood for 180 years ago i don't know is that right is it wrong the woke police is out there and, and this poor girl rachel who has just been thrown to the lions I don't know how you are equipped when you have never done this before to be woke enough, to be eloquent enough. You're never woke enough. To be ready to handle this. And and my guess is this woman needs a little time. And this is, again, what we didn't give Hannah. It's what we didn't give anybody. We don't give people time to have some perspective, to try and drink this in for a second, see how this affects their life, and then speak on it. And she will speak, my guess. And when she does, I'm going to hear her out. And if I disagree with her, if you disagree with her, then we can have our say. But I, I'm not sure why we are in such a hurry to well, throw this poor woman. And then the interviewer pushes back and says, well, it's been too long and she should speak anyway. Because like arbitrary amount no of time, an arbitrary amount of time based on this person's opinion of you've had more than eight minutes how dare you not respond? It was like six weeks. Or yeah. something. She doesn't owe anyone an explanation. And he's so right that you can't, not just about the never woke enough thing, but you are never eloquent enough no. to equal a, like a PR statement. And in... all of these things are designed to be confusing enough that no response covers all of the things you need right. to cover. So you end up either talking in circles or you don't cover everything. Your apology, explanation, or excuse can never be 
impervious to nope. further uh like f- i mean for further abuse really like it's further flagellation it's what stops me from like, arguing with people online because these topics are designed win. to be nobody wins yeah nobody's of course. allowed to win and people end up feeling like they're not doing it correctly but the whole game is one that you cannot win the only mm-hmm. winning move is not to play which is which i i i, I highly recommend look i know it doesn't work for me. Like, I'm not somebody who likes to get into arguments with people online. Right. A lot of people find that cathartic. I do not. I, do, I caution against it because you're not changing hearts and minds that way. And it ends up becoming a mental drain on your own state of mind. And it becomes very, very bad for your mental health long term mm-hmm. uh, in ways that you might not even realize it's happening as right. it's going on. Like, what will happen is like, okay, you get uh, like the endorphin rush of, thank, <laughs> thank you. you. That thank startled you. me. <laughs> uh, uh, you get the endorphin rush uh, of things, thank you, uh, of arguing with someone. But you start to feel worse overall as time goes on, right? The, the more you do it, you don't realize it's affecting your mood until you pull yourself away from it for a period of time if you don't do it right uh here's what i will say i will push you back on that a little bit i argue with people online so that people watching can draw their own conclusions thank you, thank you very much i want to give people all of the information and i feel like a lot of the people out there on twitter just yelling and screaming don't know they don't have the information at their disposal or either because they don't know about it or because they choose not to see it and the reason i engage with that kind of thing is so that people who are undecided might see because you know you're not going to convince a true believer but you might convince someone who's watching i guess that i always see it as like at what cost well see see i think that people engage with social media too casually i view it as almost like a business undertaking like this is how i'm presenting myself this is how i want people to view me as someone who can defend my own ideas well you are thinking about the greater good and i'm just thinking about getting through the day ladies well, and gentlemen well to be fair so. well, if it if it does bring you down you shouldn't do it yeah. but if, if you go into it with like this understanding then i think that's different if in know. a one-on-one online argument you are likely to have a draining effect when a mob is coming after you which is what this contestant was experiencing right. it's even worse um of a prospect now this scandal blew up uh shortly after fans made a something that i can't even believe exists it's a bachelor diversity campaign bdc oh my god um that challenged abc and warner brothers to meet 13 anti-racist standards um <laughs> and a lot of them feel that they have not successfully met those standards and are now abandoning the franchise because of it. She said, uh, I was I realized that I was one of those fans that was so invested in the show doing better, actually embracing inclusion in a way that wasn't exploitative, but fresh and authentic. Um we have people who are calling for progress, calling for change. And then we have people adamantly rejecting that. She's saying that there is a coalition in the fan base of The Bachelor that is conservative and MAGA and doesn't want the the show to become more inclusive. The article's like, I felt too Which close really to the just MAGA means crowd. like, yes. can we keep reality TV surface level and stupid the way it's supposed to be? Yep. It does, it's like it's not even a political stance. Why does everything have to become some 
lame social justice cause that people don't want, it's so dude. Boring. Boring. Make your own show. And this is an ongoing problem um, where recently a Bachelorette contestant who won um, just had her fiancé from the show exposed for uh, doing blackface when he was in high school. Maybe he hung out with Trudeau. That's probably what it was, yeah. (laughs) I mean, this is just like, again, she's expected to answer for him and not him answering for himself. He did openly apologize on Instagram. He said, I wholeheartedly apologize for the insensitive photo of me in blackface from my high school yearbook that has been circulating. What I thought at the time was a representation of my love for Jimi Hendrix was nothing but ignorance. I was naive to the hurtful implications of my actions to the black community and those closest to me and will forever regret my offensive and damaging behavior. I am deeply ashamed by my actions and understand that my apology is only the first step in taking accountability. All, they always, What's the next step? They mm-hmm. always uh, give to a charity in the na- uh, that focuses on diversity, equity, and inclusion. Uh, after you give to a charity, you, uh, you, you write a memoir about how you're going to become an anti-racist, and you give the proceeds from that to charity. This is something that is a recurring problem, Stop I guess, apologizing in, to this, these people. in this franchise. You are casting real people with real personal histories and they're using their real name and identity Thank on you. TV. And then when they don't abide by the same standards that mainstream celebrities do, or I don't know, your favorite YouTuber might, at least in appearances, then their character is indicted on the same in the same exact way as if they were a professional public facing figure. This like as if they of... were some kind of mainstream talent when they really were all but taken off the street for right, this exactly. for this role. The internet They're has, normal people. The internet has created a world where all the world is a stage at last, where you're no longer uh, allowed a private life, uh, and everyone is a fr- is a front facing company, is a front facing member of uh, whatever they're a part of. You're not allowed a private life anymore. Right. You're not allowed to. I yeah. mean, I guess you can have it, but you have to almost not exist. For that to be a thing, so now the the hardest part for that is like we're now it's a, the the term was presentism that I, I saw, which is what? judging people uh, from the past on present day standards, uh, and that made uh, that that was always ridiculous to judge George Washington based on the standards we live with today. Right. But the society's morals and values are changing so fast now that you can't even judge somebody from t- 2005 based on the standards of the world yeah, we're living this in. This show was started in 2002. Yes. I don't think that. It's a long run, yeah. Yeah, I don't think if you knew the personal lives and history and everything that's ever been said or done by a bachelor or bachelorette contestant. I don't think that you would be happy and if the outsized, you knew all the, of these details. The outsized response to somebody dressing up like uh, like Jimi Hendrix, it discourages actual cultural integration uh, and showing love like, for something that you're not, that, that well, you are inherently part of. I'm not saying it's right or wrong no. or tasteful or distasteful, whatever he did. Yeah. I haven't even seen the picture, but that's kind of besides the point. Yeah. Like, he is being held to the same standard that 
someone literally running for office would be held everyone, to. Everyone, like I said, everyone will now have to uh, act. Like eventually one day, your phone is just going to come with a built-in publicist. Like there right. will be somebody. I mean, it's film. already built in with someone recording everything. Yeah, like, well, say like, and do, like so. it, it's yeah. gonna be like My Little Publicist. It's like My Little Pony, but it's My Little Publicist. It's like baby's first public, like baby's first apology, like uh, baby's right. first social media <laughs> apology. Uh, mm-hmm. You're gonna be teaching your kids from a young age, like all the buzzwords. Like here's the first five baby's first five buzzwords, uh, and, and they're gonna have to learn this stuff from a very young age. Top ten mistakes to avoid when you're making a notes app apology. Yeah, right. I am fascinated. I'm kind of endlessly fascinated uh, about the idea of get woke or go broke rather yeah. than get woke go broke. It looks like this fan base has entirely ruined the show that they loved for the sake of performative. Slacktivism. To, like, to, to be fair, I mean that's what happened to a lot of the to, to Marvel. That's what a lot of these did. Ones Marvel are, fans ruin Marvel for themselves. Uh, I, I don't know. I if can't they, say that's true. Uh, like, okay, uh, I will say that uh, Bob Iger and uh, Kevin Feige clearly w- wanted to go that direction, but people not uh, normies eating up everything that they make. Uh, doesn't help, but this is what's going on with all of these fandoms. They're injected with this divisive content, uh, and then people start losing interest. Disney just happens to be so massive that they can astroturf it to the point where it doesn't look like that. Where if you look at the box office for their movies, they've steadily gone down since right. Phase Four or since Phase Three ended. Uh, by the way, you guys, you should see Mary when she was trying to like when we were talking about the different phases of Marvel the other day. Yeah, <laughs> and and, and just, the timeline of. Phase five and six that haven't happened yet, and like She's I like, just what is phase seven? I'm like oh, I don't even know. Boy, I, was, I was like, is that a thing? Like, yeah. So. Well, it's gonna be right. It's like you I, never have on. enough iPhones. It you will, never have enough phases in the MCU. Uh, it will go on forever. It saw, will go on forever. I saw a great thing the other day where a guy's like, what, "Don't he's like want to have like a uh, your old iPhone, but you don't want the derision of not having a new one." It's like it's a camera guard that goes on an old iPhone that makes it look like an iPhone, like a new one. It looks like. Really? It. Yeah, it's, it's really funny. Uh, it's like, but imagine living uh, in a society where you're now judged based on your like your phone. How many cameras does your phone have? Uh, oh my god! Like, so the, the, you can't just ask someone why their phone doesn't have three cameras. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so the the Bachelor, <laughs> yeah. the Bachelor is is gonna go broke or else, uh, and I guarantee you they end up bending the knee. Uh, but it'll be too late because capitulating is never the answer. I mean. I, I'm not a fan of the show. I don't know how much it's changed over the years. I mean, another interesting qualm that they seem to have with the show is that it focuses too much on drama and not enough on romance. <laughs> that was the part I was like, I was like, like yeah. what are you talking about? Wasn't reality television always about exploiting people for drama? I mean, all of them are like that. I'm always and, like, even <laughs> even the Kardashians, when you see like somebody crying and there's like, I'm like, there's a camera there. Yeah. They're not actually, they can't actually be crying. I mean, maybe they are. It's, it's like I, the, I have no idea. Have you seen the meme? It says like, uh, it says like, it's like, it's two lions in the woods about to have sex and it cuts to like the, it says the National Geographic camera guy and he's got the cigarette in yeah, his mouth. Yeah, he's so filming them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so they said it it used to be so aspirational to be the lead, and now everyone is snot-faced crying in all of the promos I see. We, uh, Why would anyone want to do them do this to themselves? Performative. Uh, cloud chasing and money. Uh, mm-hmm. Cloud chasing. Uh, Mainly and, and, cloud chasing because reality television programs have never paid their contestants I wonder, well. I wonder what the, like the, 
and alcohol you're paid in alcohol for yes. being on those shows for sure we actually had it remember we had that one segment yeah we talked about a love is blind contestant who complained that contestants were not given enough water and food they were only given alcohol we, we wow. got a we got a comment on that recently <laughs> and i thought i was interested because that was like such an a, it was a while ago that we did yeah. that but i was thinking like where does like how do they pivot their career i guess they become influencers like, they often do. Yes, yeah. And they the publicize their relationships like, sure the women... after, after the show is over. So, like, there is an aspect of the show that is real. People yeah. do get engaged. It's kind of a forced plot line, if you will, to the show that you have to get engaged in. Nothing end. is real anymore, guys. Yeah, Literally nothing is real anymore. Is I'm not good? even real. I'm not even bad? really here. This He's is a fake. Projection. I'm a hologram. It's true, I'm, yeah. I, I'm a hologram right now. They're, like, nothing is real. Uh, yeah. Somehow, everything is always fake. But at the same time, you have to always be performatively honest and uh, open about what you're sorry about. Right. Uh, it's so a weird, big. like, the world we live in now is not conducive to healthy mental, uh, to healthy, a uh, healthy mental state, nor is it conducive to healthy relationships with mm -hmm. other people. Mm -hmm. The internet yeah. is in a lot of ways making us sick. The yes. internet allows for no vulnerability except for when you have to cut into the core of who you are yeah. to bleed for your wrongs of offending people. You have to both be 100% uh, perfect all the time until the point where you have to be 100% perfect in your, in your not perfectness. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. That sounds not that as sounds eloquent right. as I would have liked no, it to sounds be. Right. Well, that's fine. be be a beautiful loser. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's basically. about. Yeah, basically. that's all. That's it. <laughs> Let's go to Let's super chats, shall we? Do it. Quiet Inari said, "Holy Spirit has to be able to pass through the hug." That's right. I want to know. At least uh, that much room. Who, who was the he he uh, who was the person who originated the Christian hug? Don't know. I would like to meet that person. I think he would take uh, Leo Toys. Tolstoy's War and Peace and like you have to stick that in between you and hold it, it up. It has to fit there. Um, yeah. That's how it goes at the Christian school dances. There's no Dostoevsky right. in between you and that's in enough. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Thousand foot T Ben said the only time I saw The Bachelor was while getting petties with my sisters. I didn't want to watch, but it really is a train wreck you can't look away from. Yeah, I love these shows. I am not that person. I love how stupid they are. I can't watch I don't the like, train wreck I cringe stuff. Too hard. I, I, I am yeah. an anti-cringe person. Yeah. Like You hate watching cringe? I do. I, it makes that me must be a generational difference because Zoomers are like obsessed with secondhand embarrassment. When you it. watch cringe stuff like when we're like we're talking was like i i look for the transcript like when we watched eric butts i was like i can't do it, it. i can't do it. you hated game. it it like was painful for you to watch yeah. but like i relish the cringe <laughs> I can't. like like wait, like it's a lot great. of times you'll like or like a lot of times like uh yeah the, the clip the other day of like don lemon uh, and he gets like shut up by that. Uh, oh, I saw that clip. I can't too. watch stuff like that because it's embarrassing for him. I feel. I, I Why don't you want to see Don Lemon embarrassed on live TV? It's not that I don't want to see Don Lemon embarrassed. It's that I don't want to have to watch Don Lemon get embarrassed. It's hilarious. Well, if it though. makes you feel any better, the only thing that happens is that his face slowly like freezes behind the skin. It like stops moving, and then his eyes go dead and then he's like well that's a really interesting conversation we could have some other time but and not today because i don't it. know what to say to that it's, it's really great and i don't like cringe it really wasn't cringe. it's got to be a generational thing it wasn't cringe in your opinion you're like two years older than me it wasn't cringe no that's what i'm saying me and you 
are a different generation than her. That's true. I don't relish it as such. Yeah, the Don Lemon thing. I maybe think if you was feel cringe. it's deserved. You See that does, that it. that doesn't change anything maybe, for me. Really? Like knowing like knowing it's that I don't. It's a personality type. Thing. It's a personality yeah, you're type. You're very like, compassionate. Watching Ben Shapiro embarrass some poor college student because the poor college student's a moron because they've been taught by morons oh. doesn't make me feel good. But I don't think Ben Ben Shapiro never sets out to embarrass people. No, they embarrass themselves. There's that really okay. There is one clip where there, there's a, a video where they talk. It's like how does like why is Ben Shapiro so good at debating? And it's he's like how, how he it's how he sets up people for. Well, like, he also is debating people who are nowhere near an intellectual match. Yeah, but there, there's a point where like somebody's like he's like he asks somebody for the source. And somebody says something really stupid, like the U.S. Census or something like that. It, and then ev- like it, they pause, and everyone like starts to like laugh and at this person. I don't want to watch that. I feel bad for the dude. This is the a, dude. Clearly they're putting thought, themselves out there. The dude they're clearly thought he question. had them. The dude clearly thought he had him. He fell for the trap. It doesn't mean I want to watch. It's not it. a trap. It's just a Q and A session. No, they don't have trap. to ask these questions. No, I think you're wrong. They're volunteering to 100%. be. No, no, I'm saying Ben's uh, in that video. Ben lays the trap because he knows the dude is too eager. In the in well, you also shouldn't ask for a source in a verbal debate. That's it's not, hard to that get a has source. no yeah. preparation. Yeah. But the yeah, dude yeah. was ready with the answer and embarrassed himself. I don't even remember what the answer was, but it was very clearly stupid. Right. right. And I'm like, I just, I, <laughs> I, I start to cringe. I don't like it. I don't like it. That's, That's just fine. Me. That's fair. I need to stop watching YouTube said, when have you ever seen someone change their mind? It's actually really funny. There's videos where like it shows two people arguing and then one person says, I think you're right. And then the other person just stops and their brain kind of like you see their face reset. Right. They don't know what to do because right. you're you're that doesn't even feel like winning. No, it doesn't. It would feel like winning to like embarrass them like Ben Shapiro. I don't want that. <laughs> Rising underdog said, I'm with Adam Carolla when he says stop a apologizing that's the only way to shut these idiots up 100 percent. stop apologizing and ignore them just be like be like yeah. chad hanks guys be like yep kick rocks kick, kick rocks, rocks. They can... the I internet the internet has it's no great. attention span anyway they will move on to their it. next victim yeah you'd be right. amazed thousand foot deep end said i'm all for people abandoning the bachelor too bad it's for the wrong reason <laughs> yeah Fair well Fair whatever <laughs> well something is always going to come along to replace it as we can see like there are superior shows uh, Waffle Sensei said it's a struggle session and what they don't understand is that there is a stronger marketability for disagreeable people who will just say F yep. you. You just have to be brave enough to take that stance and, and hold out. They, they, they talk about uh, how like Eric DeJulize, like made $3.5 million. They said you can be a millionaire too. You just have to tell these losers to shut up. If you're naturally disagreeable, then it's it doesn't really require bravery to no. say kick rocks. Exactly. I would, re- I would think it's bravery if you weren't that way to start with, well, but you saying. learned to be it's more resilient skill. to the criticism. And yeah. what I remember from when uh, Eric was on our show a couple times, highly disagreeable yes very unlikely to be canceled which i think is good it's he's a, all, but he's also trait. very very well spoken right and, he's great there's nothing like, wrong being disagreeable is not a character flaw no it's just a certain if it strength. was i'd be criticizing mary all the time yeah i mean we don't cri- <laughs> it's, it's fine we need people who are disagreeable <laughs> that's why i'm here that's then, right mary is here to <laughs> it is genuinely why i'm here though if it's i true. think about yeah. it like the trajectory of my life would not be the it same would be different mary is here to be the disagreeable one and i'm here to be the not disagreeable that's one right. but also be the camrudgeon yeah, but somehow also be the, the yeah person. yeah it's true it's a very <laughs> see anytime somebody tells you hum- human beings are easy to quantify or, or talk about stereotypes just remember that people are like impossible to just actually look at us yeah uh, we make no sense 
We yeah. don't. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> James Riley said the bachelor needs to stay as it is. Also, as someone on the spectrum, I hate shows that exploit it because they oversimplify our daily right. struggles. I, I imagine like that, that's gotta be the hardest part for a lot of it, right? Is like uh, one of the things that I hate about TV and movies is like they always make like the the hardest things, which are like the daily things, seem like the things that they just breeze by. But to me, that's the stuff that makes life really, really difficult the daily struggles yeah uh, it's not the big decision you have to make it's like it's all the it's little, little things, things to get there yeah mm-hmm. uh and it's very hard to really uh put, like in in sobriety they always turn uh in movies and television sobriety is always turned into like a montage of sorts of them getting clean when that's not actually how it works uh the same thing would go for it's uh, not linear no it's life not. is like more complicated than so that. I, I would be interested to know what james riley uh what james's thoughts were on uh love on the spectrum uh that would be very interesting because i i would be interested to know what people in that community actually thought of it i also want to point out that uh I, I believe it was waffles last night who said to tim that they would be better uh that they could be one day as big as pop culture That's crisis. Right. Waffles did say that last night, um, and I waffles, agreed with Waffles. Uh, I love it. I Doing love it. God's work we hope so, IRL. too. Yeah. That they can one we, day... We wish them the best. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're Genuinely. a scrappy startup over there at TimCast IRL. That host, he's got real potential. We That's really right. applaud um, their efforts. Yeah. Uh, so, you know... Well wishes. But, but thank you, Waffles, <laughs> for, for uh, reminding the boss uh, that... Uh, Who's boss? That sense, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's, <laughs> Who's boss? It's Thousand Foot Deep End said using deeply in these fake apologies is ironic. <laughs> it really it, is. It really is. It's always like, so I, it's shallow. Like, I am I am going to learn and I am going to do better. They're always going to shrink do and forget. Shrink That's and what forget. we say. All right, guys, we're going to move on. We're going to do pod luck. And I think to start, uh, I've got some. It might be good news. It might be bad news. This is uh, a rumor again, rumor that uh, Daredevil Born Again, which we have talked about here. Uh, I don't believe it's going to be anything like the comic book, the the Frank Miller comic book. I believe it's literally being used as born again because they're taking the same actor and redefining the role as a dorky Marvel property at Disney rather than a serious Marvel property at Netflix. But it says, uh, Daredevil born again rumor claims that John Bernthal will return as the Punisher, which would be very, very cool. I know you guys have Why would it this. be cool if they're going to slapstick him too? Okay. I, 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 like the less people are involved in this, the better, right? I, I'm still there's still that uh, they've they've got me you have a like, shred of hope I've got why? A shred, I, tell me why I, I'm like a candle <laughs> they are to be blown he, daredevil trying. is in rumored to be in a relationship with she-hulk god in this us. universe god help us C- canon this chaos. is canonical chaos that I my love fa- it. one of my favorite things he is about- canonically in the sheets with she-hulk uh, in the She-Hulk sheets. In That's the, in the sheet hulk. She talks. There you go. <laughs> One of my favorite things is like the the people who like love to the the take that you incel crowd who love to like use this against like how like they love they relish taking something you loved growing up and ruining it for the sake of uh, modern day identity politics. And their favorite thing to do is like, oh no, it's canon now. And pretend to be fans all along. Always say that that character and that story was special to you. But if that were true, you wouldn't be ruining it, would you? So basically the idea here is that they're, they're going to bring John Bernthal in as the Punisher. Now there are reasons to think that this could be good being one that you're like naive and, and still have a shred of hope like like me. 
the reason like being stupid no yes, like being stupid <laughs> like being a clown exactly hey hey <laughs> okay hey. sorry <laughs> I, I don't know what's that taking you outed over me. me uh misspelling be careful earlier uh uh we're gonna have to talk after the show <laughs> but there are far more reasons to be extremely distrustful of such an idea coming to fruition one there's a comic run that they did recently in which uh in caper 2x will know where basically like the they, they took the guns away from the punisher and they changed the logo because take that you incels because Boy. cops like the punisher logo and people in general they're like look at this cool skull it's always uh, right <laughs> you like this thing for the wrong reasons therefore we're going to ruin it yes yep. uh and to be fair the the creator i forget who it is off the top of my head the creator of the punisher has been openly critical of like military and law enforcement being like fans of the skull partially because the 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 punisher wouldn't be shouldn't be a police icon because the characters of vigilante and very and very uh brutal but uh so that's not good two the tone is not going to be the same so the last thing it it might be funny i might be able to hate watch like a slapstick show where he's just like just offing people left and right with his weapons and it's done to like the reason they want to ruin the punisher is the same reason that they wanted to ruin the boys yes. uh, by the end of it they because suck. they I'm amassed <laughs> a fan base that they didn't like they don't like the fans they hate the fans and like sorry but you're making money why is that not good enough for you because because like, you're talk- an ideologue Yes, as yep. we know with Disney, uh, they're ideologues. Uh, and so they're, they're, we've got Matt Murdock supposedly getting in the sheets with She-Hulk. God help Blech. us all. Gross. Uh, Gross. Um, I'm dry heaving. The real here. question is, will he twerk with her and they're Megan going Stallion? to put? They're going to CGI Daredevil's ass <laughs> and make him twerk <laughs> with oh Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> This they're, they're, is too much. Why? So, so basically, they're why saying God, they're, they're supposed to be bringing Christian Ritter back to play Jessica Jones. That's another one you can't do. The themes of the of the show, Jessica Jones, were so serious. Uh, theme is based around the concept of uh, assault, uh, bodily autonomy, consent. Very, very serious themes. Well, clearly, they lack the self awareness to do it continue well. upon those themes. Yes. Yeah. Well, so uh, respectfully, right? Um, or to give it the amount of uh, the serious tone that such a thing requires, right? It's like She-Hulk being like, "I like I my life's been worse than you because guys cat call me," and he's like, "I was literally run down and chased by the government for a decade." Uh, she's like, "Well, guys cat call me," and, and then in the next episode, she's twerking with Megan Thee Stallion, completely <laughs> it's oblivious, like so tone deaf, tone deaf. Uh, uh, speaking of death, the, the, uh, I think Matt Murdock is also going to appear in Echo, the the oh. character. You didn't watch uh, Hawkeye, but Echo was the, the character in that one. I had a, a fair amount of criticism for that, for, for making a show based on that character because the lead actress, Alakua Cox, had no acting experience before doing the show. And hmm. she didn't have a breakout performance. Like, there was nothing... How did she end up in she, that role? Uh open casting call she's both in real life she is hmm. deaf and um uh and also i believe she's missing a leg uh so is the, that related at all yes to the character, to the character. uh but okay. but the idea here is like there was nothing in her performance that was like oh my gosh give this person a show right like with Re- mm-hmm. rava and they're like we're gonna give her a show I'm like well, there was I mean, nothing for in that nobody with no acting experience maybe it's better than they had any right to expect right but still but not enough not... that it justified a show 
in my opinion, in my humble opinion, I saw nothing in her performance that said, we need to strap the rocket to this one at least, and put a bunch of money behind them. At least with Moses Ingram, she did have acting experience yes. and she's a hit or miss actress, I think, not on the whole bad. Yes. Uh, so so uh, Jessica Jones' return has been rumored, but now they're saying that they want to bring him back. If you guys remember... Uh, you guys have not seen it, but in the Daredevil series, there are a couple of scenes. One of them on top of a rooftop, Matt Murdock as Daredevil talking with Frank Castle, and then another one at a graveyard. I encourage both of you, even without the context of the show, to go and watch those clips and tell me that there's a pos- even the sh- slightest shred of possibility that Disney would be able to achieve anything even remotely close to that level of emotional resonance and connection, given the ridiculous slapstick over-the-top tone in which they've taken all of their properties. It won't work. But the little naive shred of hope I can have tells me maybe it will work. Will it? Probably not. We will have to wait and see. Disney takes all adult entertainment into this funnel and just makes it kid-friendly. Yep, all of it. It's not even kid-friendly. It's just human-friendly. It's, it's like so it's literally it's designed so to. It, it, it's like my. I have a conspiracy theory that I think Jeff Bezos created the Rings of Power to be both good enough to turn on and leave on, but bad enough that you start looking at your phone and buying stuff off Amazon Prime. Yeah, this is like more than just a Disney problem. It's yeah. an industry trend. Yeah, it well that comes from uh, entertainment being so sanitized now. It has to be so inoffensive. It has to be so pleasing to so... Trying uh, and failing to globalize and... Doesn't work. There's just endless factors. uh, Do with this information what you will. I don't know if it's a cause for celebration, but we will keep an eye on it. Probably not. And and we will see where it goes. Also, uh, you can't make fun of anyone. Uh, You can't make fun of the president. You can't make fun of our dear leader because this is North Korea, not North America. That's right. You want to go ahead and tell people about this one? (laughs) Sure. Uh, Tim Allen tweeted uh, the other day, Biden was on 60 Minutes. I heard he asked how long the show was. <laughs> Which is like the most boomer joke it's ever. It's not that like, it's, funny. It's not it's that funny it's not and funny it's not original. <laughs> I'm sure it's something that he already had seen and he just repeated I it. I appreciate it though. I like retweets. a sense of humor. Yeah, but then he got flamed online because you're not allowed to say anything critical of our president. The, I, it's not like we have free speech or anything. It's, uh, well, you know, so, in Trump world. Yeah, and then, you know, what's especially mean, they they also uh, tried to hit him where it hurts, uh, mentioning that it's the same length as uh, Lightyear, oh, which yeah. he had no involvement in. Yeah, yeah he was um, shunned from that. <laughs> he was shunned from Lightyear. So rude. Have you ever um, seen his mugshot? Tim Allen? He got arrested arrested for for, trafficking cocaine in the 70s. Spicy. He's living his best life. His mugshot is incredible. Go off. (laughs) But they they told him to stay in his lane, which I hate. Oh, I love this so much. This is incredible. (laughs) I have friends who look like this. That's oh, wow. so good. It's great. It's in. Can you try to describe it for those listening? Uh, if you're listening, um, it's the like, mustache. It's like he literally walked off a '70s porn set. It's true. 
He looks great. I love it. He's literally leaving the set of Debbie Does Dallas right now. He's rocking in, in it. This, and, uh, and, he's, uh, and he's like, yeah, I was trafficking cocaine in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all good. One of the responses <laughs> to his tweet said, you were funny before you started expressing your political beliefs. Now you're just irrelevant. Yeah. I think that's really hypocritical considering oh, yeah. that every other celebrity voices their political beliefs. Imagine a world. And doesn't yes. get pushed back right? when it fits the narrative. To be fair, I have been known to, I mean, we, we've been known to being like, look, they're just trying to stay relevant. Uh, they're, they're, sh- they're spouting their political opinions just for uh, just because they're not relevant anymore. That's a fair criticism. It's just it's only allowed to be one way now. In yeah, it's not in, like I found his tweet especially funny or I find Tim Allen especially charming. I don't really care. I just think you should be allowed to joke about whatever you want. And it's not even expressing a political belief. Nope. Um, what they need to do is they need to bring back home improvement. I don't know if you guys ever watched uh, your I mean, home improvement home was not any close to a thing. Standard. Uh, uh, so good. Um, they need to bring back Home Improvement. Uh, the guy who played Al Borland like looks the exact same now as he did when he was on the show. Uh, Wait, I remember this show. Yeah, that's a great show. So, yeah, I it's like Sargon. That's how Pamela Anderson got her start. Yeah. Oh, oh really? Wow. She Didn't was know the that. she was the tool time lady in the in the that's early funny. part of the uh, of the show. Uh, it's a fantastic, fantastic show. It was all right. I don't know if I'll say it's fantastic. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. It's uh, a fun for show. the time. Okay, maybe that's the nostalgia. Yeah, it wasn't too great. I watched it on like on Nick at Night, I think. Yeah. That's, see, amazing. Sargon of a cat could play Al Borland. Change yeah, my mind. absolutely good. Change my mind. Yep, he's got the, the beard. His beard is exactly it's the, the body same. Type. Uh, it's uh, the dad. We, you know, we would need to give Sargon like a a flannel shirt and uh, probably a would tool be belt. difficult. Yeah, and a tool belt, and we could have <laughs> Sargon play. Al, and then who here could play Tim Allen? Who here could play uh, Tim Allen? Of course. Well, yes. Okay, Tim fine. and Sargon. Tim there and you Sargon. go. That's, That'd be uh, great. <laughs> so, home improvement, born again. There you go. Uh, I also like Tim Allen as the Randy Quaid of comedians. That is like uh, leave that's Randy, pretty funny. You leave Randy Quaid alone. That's right. Stop uh, picking on people. Uh, all, also, they 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 capitalized Trump and world into one word. Have you seen it when Trump they censored world. Trump? They put a star in place of the U. It makes me want to can die. You, can <laughs> you get censored they for do, saying Trump's no, name? No, they do that so that you can't search it on Twitter. Somebody yeah. censored the letters MAGA. They yeah. put a star in place of the A, and I was like, That's what? a slur now. <laughs> I guess they don't want him to trend. Yeah, yeah, they, yes. they do yeah, that on purpose. That it's like sense. when they it's like when they vague book names on Twitter. They they either say the whole name, your first, middle, and last name, or they don't say your name at all. Mm-hmm. Is vague book a play the, the, on Facebook or yes? Or yes. It's, yeah, it's, it's like booking. when when you. It's like, I've never it's like heard saying, that before. It's a term like uh, if if you're like uh, I've got a big announcement to make, but I can't make the announcement yet because the announcement is secret. So I've got this something's changed. You say a bunch yeah. of vague stuff, and it's supposed to indicate that uh, it, like. Uh, um, if, uh, what was her name? Sumner was like, I had a, she's like a fling happened with a kind of big celebrity. Well, that's uh, often that's what gross. influencers do. They yeah. post TikToks or YouTube videos, vague booking, yep. as you say, whoever they hooked up with. That's like a minor celebrity and I, then do the big reveal. I also want to point out before uh, I want to move on. And I want to point out that Drew Barrymore oh. is a, is a dick. Okay. Wow. I don't, don't want to. Drew Barrymore stand is that. not impressed by Andrew Garfield giving up sex for six months before filming Silence. So basically, you saw Silence, right? 
Yeah, the, I just want to say, like, Silence is maybe one of my favorite movies. Well, he gave it. Well, Andrew Garfield gave I up. I hate the ending, though. Andrew Garfield, uh, the method actor that he is, was like, look, I'm going to play. What is he? He plays a, a, a priest? Um, he plays a missionary priest, yeah. Okay. So he's a priest, and he's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give up sex for six months. And I imagine that if you're a famous actor with good looks and money, that's, uh, you know, a guy, a, a regular everyday dude could give up sex for six months very easily. No one would notice. Uh, and no nobody one would, be would notice. Except him. But, like, like, like <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's interesting that he decided to publicize this information. I had to resist for making the joke, like, weird. six months, like, week, like that. It's, it's, it's a little weird that he talked about it publicly. Like, it's, I don't know. <laughs> and she, she, she's like, big deal. I did that once. Like, uh, What was her reason? She, she, she did it for uh, her. She says, I definitely did on certain projects. Like when I did Grey Gardens, this film where I played beloved real-life woman Eddie Beale, Barrymore added. Edie Beale? Uh, is it Edie? Yeah. Yeah, it's only one. Thing. Eddie is a girl's name now, though. You can name girls Eddie. That's dumb. Oh, yes. I didn't know dumb. that. Uh, it says, I was so nervous, I didn't really chit-chat with everybody on set. I just really stayed in character. He did it on purpose. It sounds like you were just awkward. Yeah, it sounds like you were just bad at life. Yes. And it didn't work out for you. Not the same. This is intentional. Having intent is way different. So being a priest is different from being an incel. Like, let's just get yes, that straight. Yes, let's just is. get that out there. It's well, that, true. the involuntary part is not accurate. Yeah, Who literally. Was it yeah. That originally called method method acting BS. Uh, Mads Mikkelsen said, "Is it is it that that Garfield was responding to?" Could be. There have been a lot of articles recently of people. Brian Cox from Succession recently did a thing where he called mm-hmm. it American. Sh- yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he said, them... I don't think you know what method acting is if you're calling it BS or you just worked with someone who claims to be a method actor who isn't actually acting the method at all. What, what he's referring to here, and I'm almost positive he's talking about Jared Leto. Yeah. <laughs> Which, by the <laughs> way. Yeah. Uh, it's also, he said, it's also very private. I don't want people to see the effing pipes of my toilet. That's fair. I uh, don't want them to see how I'm, I'm making, making the, the sausage. sausage. All very fair. Uh, but he does want to somehow tell you that he didn't have yeah, sex for why? six months. So that yeah. doesn't really track. Yeah. But I, I really do feel like poor method. Uh, I, I believe was um, Daniel Day-Lewis a method actor? I don't remember. Was, I mean, uh, Jim Carrey, Jim right? G- uh, uh, but uh, basically the, pretended to be Andy Kaufman for months. The the, the point was. Inaccurately. Was like, yes, badly. <laughs> the, the the point was that um, that uh, Jer- Jared, uh, I always want to call him Jay Leno. Not Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared Leto. Very That's, different. Don't, don't Di- show don't your, your generation. <laughs> very different. Very different chins. Um, yeah. Like he, he's like very different. It, chins. it became like a code for just being a dick to everyone on set. Like he, yeah. like, he sent like used condoms to Margot Robbie. Uh, That's and, she was rude. like, thanks. Uh, and, I think he's like, I, I'm in character. <laughs> are you? I don't now? know what that. I don't know Creepo? what used condoms has to do with Disgusting. the Joker, but you know, makes uh, him feel artistic and wild. Yeah. Was, so Heath Ledger did that without being so freaking creepy. Heath Ledger was not a method actor, he, but Heath he really Ledger, got into the character. That was that part is, of what depressed him. No, 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 no. That is a mis. Uh, from what I understand, that is a misunderstanding. His that coworkers he, said he that. Was, Fake news. He had uh, problems sleeping before he took that role on, uh, and that uh, from what Jonathan Nolan said, that he was able to come and go from that character just fine on set. Okay. Okay. I don't know if that's, that's true. That's good. But from what I understand, that he had a problem with sleeping well before that movie uh, was shot. Uh, but the problem is that movie 
mythologized that character. His death mythologized that character in a way that everyone now, where playing the Joker has become uh, a a cultural touchstone the way playing Batman has. It really is due to his passing away. Yeah, it's true. It was important to get that role before, and there certainly were people that were like, Heath Ledger is not, uh, look at this pretty boy, A Knight's Tale, or the highly underrated classic 10 Things I Hate About You. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love yeah. that. Um, yeah, that's true. They're like, he's not fit for this role. He can't play that role. Sure, that would be a conversation. But it is far bi- a far bigger conversation now because he passed away and because it played such a role in him, uh, in how his death was viewed. Yeah, it made so. it iconic. It really did. But yeah, well, so fine. Drew Barrymore can just, you know, leave him alone, okay? Yeah, be nice. Six months for, a, for a, a handsome, good-looking, rich dude is probably felt so like... So what? Like, probably well, felt like... Well, if he were... She's you said he was, like, so. engaged or married or something during this period? He's or not no? anymore. He's oh, not. But he was at the time? I don't know if he was. Uh, he was with Emma Thompson. Okay. Emma Roberts. I mean, it makes Emma sense Roberts. that he Emma's. would want to give up certain uh, comforts. No Fap November became no Fap six months. He's supposed to be pretending that... Like he's undergoing extreme torture in the film where they're like hung upside down for hours until they die. Yeah. So, or else um, you can um, renounce your faith, right? Like Mm -hmm. that's the kind of um, torture that he was simulating undergoing in this film. I understand why he would try at least to do some minor penances in his normal life. Um, But maybe making that particular detail public isn't necessary also the annoying drew barrymore can come in and uh, uh and, and tell you that you're not that impressive <laughs> so all right we've got that and then we've got one more thing we have an update we have a very happy update for I'm all so of you mystified by this frost has been dethroned at g4 tv we Who got is to uh, is okay she, she uh she was hired uh by g4 tv to uh by xplay to host g4 tv and went on a very very famous now uh like video sexism network sexism in gaming this rant. is gamergate nonsense isn't it it's gamergate no, rehashed, it's, I mean, it's rehashed. Yeah, this is, i mean if you look at the rant that uh, people got mad at um, it's essentially just rehashing the same talking points talking points as, as here to because be it as... can never die right and you're not allowed to be hot anymore yeah yeah this lady clearly has a bone or to pick maybe this is maybe this is proof of the democratization of the internet you're allowed to be hot you just have to go into business for yourself. You also You're, have to pretend that being hot has nothing to do with your success. No, I, I think a lot of the Twitch streamers are very aware and lean into their hotness. Okay, you can do it. I hope so. You got to go. A lot into, of them do deny that their looks have anything to do with well, the fact they're that they're successful. It's, yeah, that's delusional, but they do. And that doesn't make them say that. And by the way, that's not a, a condemnation of them. It's not saying that they're not smart. It's not saying that that. that I'm saying that why why lessen something that clearly works for you if it's something you work hard at? Like, I, I do kind of laugh at the guys mm-hmm. who are like, uh, look at these girls who get thousands of likes for, for a picture. I'm like, well, they work out six days a week uh, they and they, and they adhere business. to strict diets, right. which allows that picture to be uh, appealing to people, right? right. So Frost, uh, and by the way, like right after we posted that, of course, our last one, the video goes up the next day. She right. Fired, like literally She's that fired day. And then, and and then, then it comments, looks like we course. don't know. Yeah. But it, it's, I love this story because karma is a bitch mm, and yeah. you 
were stunting on your own former coworkers who got laid off all in the same day. Yep. Posting a meme about it like it was no big deal when you're talking about people's livelihoods. People who aren't, uh, who are behind the camera, not in front of it. Wow. Almost like the let's And it serves you right that you then are dethroned. The I survived part was bad enough, but the let's play some games, y'all, part is what really pissed when me off. When playing games is not what you're about. You're about lecturing people. You yep. don't like video games. You like feeling... Uh, that you're in a position of power over people who play the games and want only to focus on the games Uh, instead of your personality there's the yeah there's the it says i survived uh and then it's got the yeah her teeth just always take me off and the blunt that's all i care about she looks like uh like um Machine Gun Mach- Kelly? Well, it's like it's yeah, like a, if, she if does. Time oh Traveler tra- Time Traveler uh, bumps a chair and then it's a picture of Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. And it's, it's, <laughs> it's that's true. that's who it is. Uh, I never it looks like an MGK teeth. impersonator. Yes, who's yes. not doing it very well. It's the tattoos. Yeah. Honestly. So, uh, uh, you know what, guys? Things go right sometimes. Oh, yeah. I, you gotta love the. Like, I am not a fan. So magnanimous tone to the farewell tweet, right? Yeah. Like. Thank you so much, G4 TV. Loved my time here. If only I had been, if only she had been that magnanimous before. Right. Maybe she should have you changed your tune nice. real quick. Yeah. And I am not you? one to relish somebody getting fired, but I do also believe that actions have consequences. Nah, she deserves uh, it. Uh, so, uh, when, I, if, if she is trying to make fun of 20 to 30 other people who'd lost their job. I don't know if she's trying to make fun of them. I think she's just tone deaf. I mean, essentially, she's saying that... Or she's so divorced from what... Like, she's so detached from the reality that she made this plot, that she made it possible, that she doesn't put in... It's not in her mind that she's the reason... She's completely minimizing the importance of all of those other staff members but in also and not understanding the importance of her actions that not understanding that as someone in front of the camera you need to be likable and not hate your audience and look like an insufferable c-word it is insane to (laughs) me now how like the the like fans have been so deprived that now the bare minimum they ask is like could you just not hate me you can look this is i will say this time and time again you can pick a struggle. You can be mean, but you have to be hot. Yep, yep, Or yep. you can be nice and ugly, but pick a struggle. Yeah, that's fair. I think that's fair. I think you summed it up. And, but we have Frost here looking see, like see, MGK. Mean and hot, mean, And being nice mean and to the audience? No, <laughs> that cannot fly. It's perfectly in I balance. Love it it cannot fly. Should, uh, correct. Uh, we we that's we are the yin and the yang of this uh, of this situation here. It's perfect. We picked our struggles. Yes, our exactly. Perfectly. <laughs> I love it. It, it works. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Uh, there's some super chats there. Yes, let's go. Thousand foot deep end said, "I live for the day I meet someone named Tim and get to deadpan use Al Borland's most iconic line. I don't think so, Tim. I don't think so, Tim. I don't think so, Tim." <laughs> <laughs> Taxi Platy said, Lydia, not to simp, but you had a post recently about an ex being rude to you. Oh, well, they're man. wrong. You look great. You're dope, and Andy is a lucky man. I appreciate that. I was feeling sorry for myself. I made a post about stuff my ex used to say. Very rude. And I was like, Aww. I see this all in the chat. Like, all night, people are just calling. Thank you, oh, You've gotten fat. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I get it. I have my own mirror. It's fine. Thank you. I appreciate it. But do, do thank you, guys, you. I appreciate that. Do you guys ever, like, 
I don't think Mary does this, but do you ever like post stuff and then like regret? Like, Sometimes I very rarely. You don't. I don't think that Mary feels remorse for any of her I'm, actions. I, I don't think, well, it's not, about, <laughs> it's not about remorse for your actions, but it's like oversharing. Like yeah. I try to like oh, the other I said too much. Yeah, I don't yeah. share much. I, I, I type out stuff a lot and then I'm like, why would I share this with people? You're like, wait a and second. I, so the trap. other like, last Friday, like I posted like basically it was like like rough week, like here's to a better week next week, which is about as like yeah. open as I'm going to be in that situation. Not but a e- lot of vulnerability there. It's no. just, yeah. you know, had a rough week. But a yeah. lot of it is like you type something out and I'm like, nobody's going to understand because it's usually such an intricate situation that like, yeah. it's just going to lead to Are people. Are you vague booking your own life? Yeah, yeah basically. <laughs> yeah, and it's then, fine. <laughs> and then the idea is like, like you'll post it and then you'll get a bunch of messages like saying like, what's the problem? Okay? Right. And then yeah. I don't want to actually have to explain uh, it to a bunch of people. Like so it's work. Yeah, so it's like, you're, you're, you've kind of trapped yourself and it's like, I want to share but I don't want to have to explain what I'm sharing. The only way to fix that is to actually do it with people in person. Right. That's exactly. true. Too. That's true. I, I think it's a good rule of thumb to keep your complaints in person. Yes. To people who um, commiserate, of course. And I also think that there's a great deal of professionalism to not airing all that online. Absolutely. I had one night, one night ever, I think where I was like, you guys, I, I talked about this. I was like, when you're doing your work, do people come stand behind you and watch? Do like 1.34 million people come stand watching you work? No, they don't. This doesn't happen to you. Because I worked in a hospital and I was like, doctors would come in and you forget how to put gloves on. It's like yeah. being watched makes your work hard. That's the, the um, th- there's the the meme. It says like uh, me who's like really good at my job and it says me when somebody's watching. It's a guy trying to write with a pen yeah, with a cap exactly. on. Like, <laughs> it's like upside down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, I, I'm the same way. Right. I, I'm, I'm the same right, way. Like, but you want to keep it professional. If, if people were to come up here, like while we're doing the show, I'd be like, welcome to culture pop crisis. <laughs> uh, uh, di- uh, di- crisis uh, cro- uh, crop. P- Pulture, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Vulture yeah. crop crisis. Hi, oh hello. Vulture yeah. crop, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> My favorite show. That's what it is. So uh, there's some more there, and I didn't mean to say that you don't uh, that you have no remorse. That's that's not what I said. Well, remorse. it would be true, <laughs> but you shouldn't say it. That's mean. <laughs> it's a secret. James Orenthal when said Drew should go play in the rain and chase lightning. Ah, mm, that's mean. Poor Drew. Uh, chase po- lightning. There's nothing bad there. It's it's also a, a sad fact that uh, a woman. Will never understand the struggle of like not being able to have sex because a woman can have sex anytime she wants. Okay, now you're oversharing. Now you're oversharing. Makes sense. I didn't. I didn't relate that to me. I'm saying we're relating to to that story. Okay. Yeah, it's different. Nathan Settlemeyer said they need quote people like Mary. Hmm. What does that mean? I don't know. Well, you tell me. You're the one who said it yesterday, right? What did I say? People like Mary. In what? Um. I don't even remember the context now. Dude, people are like, you said this on the show. I'm like, huh, I did. I was like, oh, did I? I don't know. <laughs> like, what were we talking about? Guys, chat, what were we talking Tell about? Tell us what we were talking about. I wasn't here yesterday. Oh, oh, maybe. Um... Nope. Wow, I legitimately have no idea. Like, if I look at our show notes from yesterday, maybe the I'll other, know. Okay, the other day. <laughs> The, the other day, like sometimes, like I'm like naming the segments afterwards for like the post production, and I'm like legitimately like, what the hell did we talk about? I don't remember. In segment what we two, talked about. it was yeah. literally an hour earlier. Like, yeah, it was a long time ago. Okay, yeah, I, I didn't remember. know what I had for lunch. Do you remember? Mary? Let's be real. We talked about the Little Mermaid. Uh, I don't know. But what, what what were we talking? I guess about? it was talking about how like uh, I look inoffensive and then i just speak and i offend many people so it's disagreeable 
disagreeable. Like? Maybe maybe they're referring to today when we were talking about people refusing to apologize. Well, yesterday Brett did say the phrase "people like Mary." I just forget why. And then we joked about how it sounds like he was uh, he's like saying some kind of slur. Yeah, you people like you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like. Uh, did you see? Um, did you see the Baywatch remake? No, 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 just no. Okay, no. well, there's a like, there's a, like, there's a, there's a classic like "you people" line. You guys, you people. I uh, do uh, know what? Hannah Claire has a headshot of David Hasselhoff in her office right what? now. Really? I don't Tell know why. <laughs> Need to know I don't why. know why. We'll have to address it on the show yes. next week. We I've got questions. Yep. I have questions too. <laughs> See, uh, my hope is that she doesn't actually like Baywatch, that she was secretly like a huge Knight Rider fan. <laughs> I have no idea. Like, that would be Great. pretty cool. We'll like, find awesome. out. Her first car. On Tuesday. Like, she next wanted week. to get yes. the car from Knight Rider. Yeah. The Hoff. Don't you dare hassle right. him. Titanic <laughs> Panic said, now she has more time to play games and less to lecture her audience. Right. Win for everyone. Right. Uh, right. But, but by the way, in, the, in what I meant by when I referenced the Baywatch movies, there's a line where he says, you people. And, and then uh, Zac Efron's character goes, you people. And the guy go, in, in The Rock goes, you're just tan. Oh, oh my god, that's actually that's really funny, funny. Actually, that's funny. I need to stop watching YouTube. Said poop culture crisis. That's right. That's what <laughs> would happen. That's what would happen poop if somebody cultures. came up here uh, and, and they were like, and all of a sudden I'm like, God, I'm on, I'm on now. I got to be good, and then I would be the opposite of good. <laughs> don't don't work fair. well under pressure. No, some people work best under pressure. I don't know. To be fair, like, like there are days where like I'm just I'm exhausted at just the concept of doing the show because it does feel like pressure in a certain way all the time. Like there are a lot of days where I leave the show feeling like I did not give my most eloquent performance. Some days are good, some days less so, but that's because everyone has their own scale in which they judge their work by. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So true. it's different. It's even worse if somebody comes up here and is watching us while we're doing it. Very yeah. true. Action Man said Frost has Grinch teeth. I think she does. Oh my gosh. She's oh, not the most fortunate looking person, but I do think that if she wanted to look better, she could. You think it's a choice? It's a choice. It's, it's m- a choice. mostly a choice. Uh, Carnell said Mary is unbreaded. I don't know what that means. It is true. There's also a comment fair. here uh, in, in the chat that says uh, Hannah Claire got it in the mail and didn't know who it was. Uh, so she didn't know who right. David Hasselhoff was. was. I don't that's even understand so why funny. it was addressed to her. Not like, a woman gosh. of culture, I see. That's why? <laughs> oh, but why? That's we'll have to. Why we'll does anyone send us her anything? ourselves? Yep. Um, I guess it's true that I'm unbreaded. You so. are indeed. Sorry, sorry. I, hate to I don't know you. why it's relevant to point this out, but <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, uh, what does unbreaded mean? It means I'm not breaded. Yeah, uh, she doesn't have bread on her. Like I'm not. I don't have right. a crust. Duh. Oh, okay. Uh, so you're like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. An uncrustable. An uncrustable. Yeah. Hey, I love uncrustables. I don't know. Leave uncrustables alone. (laughs) All right, guys. uh, uh, Lydia, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Would you you please uh, tell everyone where they can find (laughs) you? Yes, you you guys can find me tonight. And uh, I was about to say pop culture crisis. <laughs> well, well, yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you can find her tonight if you want to watch this episode again. You can rewatch it. You can it. watch it yeah, again. Yeah. yeah. But you can actually find me doing my actual job over at TimCast CRL. Because this isn't a job. PM. It is a job. No, this, this, this is, is a hobby. privilege. Okay. This is a privilege to be here, Brett, and I appreciate it. Thank you. You guys can also find me on social media. I'm on Twitter at minds.com at SarahPetchLids, as well as a site Andy put together for me called SarahPetchLids.me. Mary, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Mary Archived, and whenever I post articles on TimCast.com, I promote them there. Also, uh, Caper2X said, Mary, tomorrow wear a beanie or a different cap. Yes, we have cap. to cap. 
Uh, we have is to get this you a beanie. Like, but, but I'm a Zoomer, so I can't. It has to be no cap. Flat bill cap. No, uh, it would have to be a blue cap. That's no cap. No, no cap. cap. No cap. It has to say no on it. No cap. It's your no cap. <laughs> oh my. Yes, it's a dad joke. It's a Zoomer joke. I love it. Sorry. Lane said, hi, Lydia. Love you on IRL. Keep pressing Thank buttons. You. I have found that like this job is so like, like uh, we were we were considering switching up the format here for a while. Uh, it is very hard to both like do the show and like host and do the button pushing at the same time. It's true. Like having to talk all the time and, and push the buttons. Like I'm always just behind. Like, so I apologize for that. Like, Mary just <laughs> finishes talking just as uh, she finishes talking. I'm like, go to Mary's oh, camera. Go to Mary. oh, uh, so, so I'm just like yeah. here awkwardly staring at the camera. Yeah, basically. That's that's what it is. It's like because we don't know it. It's everyone okay. here yeah. has gotten great, uh, great looks on camera where they're like, just made their point And now they're on camera. Yeah. Keep us blissfully ignorant <laughs> yes. of that, please. Uh, no uh, and, you, and you let everyone know where they can find you. Are you got any articles in the pipeline right now? Like three that are all failing don't no, remind no. me <laughs> fair enough you got this you will find one you like eventually and then we will go there i feel like the adam levine's one is one you would like to write about possibly it feels up your alley yeah i need to get out of my flop era and start slaying <laughs> yes queen Let's yes go. queen no slay. more flopping Let's go. oh and there's one more from, uh i don't see it here from nathan, nathan Sotomayor. yeah says Mary in a cowboy hat. Yes. Oh. Let's do it. But I couldn't wear headphones that it's way. It's fine. We Put have no on on IRL they have a no headphones, right? There's a no headphones policy for you're people allowed? wearing cowboy hats. Yeah, you oh, don't have I to. See. Yeah. Okay. Maybe your that's hat is make part a of your special body. exception. Yeah. And you you Mary guys, Mary's not a huge fan of the headphones, so maybe that's your like your new like workout. Yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah. You're out, yeah. She has to be cowboy Mary. I like that. I feel like if I took my headphones off though, I'd like weirdly not be in camera show like on mode. camera mode yeah, show mode and possible. then i would say something uncouth <laughs> thousand foot out. deep end said brett i love uncrustables did <gasps> oh brett just implicate himself in the eating gosh. of taylor's uncrustable a few months ago brett. i think he did brett uh brett. that sounds like the the lady doth protest too much uh no <laughs> right. I, I get the i get the the far more disgusting like taco <laughs> and pepperoni crustables. i have seen the way this man eats Ew. it is unsettling He's yep. a teenager at heart. It's I, great. I am absolutely a teenager at heart. There's one more. Uh, oh, Dragon's Talon 1001 said, Lydia, happy you're hands-free now. Thank you. Me too. I can't wait to write again. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you get to, is the show going to be easier now that your hand is better? So one, t <laughs> one time I was trying to switch with my left hand and I kept putting that purple chair that doesn't have that, that chair. We call yeah. it purple because it's a purple band on it. That has no one in it. I kept putting that on screen and everyone's like, chair chair cast IRL and I was like I, I created a hero That's on accident funny. because my left hand was so derpy it's uh, Carnell said unbreaded <laughs> is to be free of worldly cares and aspirations to lo no longer give a ish unburdened unchained free unbothered that is you moisturized it is me in that is very lane, you I'm the opposite of unbreaded yes. <laughs> you're neurotic I'm you're breaded well yeah uh, you guys have no idea how much it it, uh, it affected me the day I got labeled neurotic. <laughs> I got I'm labeled. Sorry. I'm I got, sorry for me? making I'm you neurotic sorry. about the fact that you're, you're neurotic. neurotic. Oh no, it's, it's a hell of a you life gotta to know. live. You can't tell a neurotic person they're neurotic. Well, that just sucks. Uh, apparently, I, I I never thought of myself as that, but no. apparently I am. Oh, there's one more from Caper Two X. Caper Two X said, instead of headphones, try Princess Leia donuts. Like the hair buns? That's cute. You I should could try that. it. You yeah, could do fun. that. Yeah. The possibilities are endless. Yeah. I, I, given is that I do not have long hair, would that take a long time to do? Probably, yeah. yeah. I used to do it. It wasn't too bad. I don't know. Yeah. How, how long? 
Like 10 minutes. Okay. Yeah, it depends on whether you braid it or not, whatever you want to do. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you would like to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram at Brett Dasovic. For the show, we are here Monday through Friday, 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That is noon Pacific. If you would rather listen rather than watch Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Spotify, wherever fine podcasts are sold. Uh, We are also on social media. What? uh, Is that funny to you? The podcasts are not sold. I I know that. It's a joke. I guess it's a joke. What it's the heck? an inside joke. Fine, fine. Uh, oh, there's one more there. Uh, I don't see it yet. <laughs> oh, no. This is terrible. Yeah, I don't know if you want to read that one. <laughs> yeah, read it. It's hilarious. No. Nah. I'll read it. It says, it's from I Need to Stop Watching YouTube. It says, I also have been called erotic as well. No worries. <laughs> We're not calling you erotic, Brett. We're calling you neurotic. Well, they did call less... Adam Levine smoldering in oh, that article please. earlier. So, you know, bleh. Uh, so, <laughs> right. <laughs> so you guys, if you would rather do it, if you've done watching the show and you like to follow us on social media, uh, you can follow us on uh, uh, Twitter at pop culture underscore show, Facebook and TikTok at pop culture crisis, and on Instagram at pop culture crisis pod. Mary is still laughing. What is so funny? <laughs> 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 guys, we will be back with another episode tomorrow. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Bye.